yeah, we did consider roster changes, but at the end of the day, uh, we discussed it with every single individual in the team that we potentially wanted to replace and just decided as a team and as the management group uh, to, to give them another chance. Think, you know, maybe it's a dream, maybe it's a bit of a shock, but that's what hard work does. So you should be very proud of yourself, and I'm sure, I'm sure you are. Yeah, I'm... I'm... <laughs> Best Esports Us. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. Are you tired of your boring old skins and looking for beautiful new ones? Trade.it.gg is your place to go for easy and secure trades within seconds. Simply pick and choose whatever item you want to trade from Trade.it's huge inventory. Verify the trade on Steam and you're ready. With the lowest fees in the market and a beautiful, easy-to-use UI, Trade.it also offers you the option to instantly sell your items for cash. We accept a wide variety of payment methods. Trade.it.gg is the go-to place whenever you want to try out fancy new skins. Start trading today at Trade.it.gg. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Counter-Strike fans around the globe, welcome back to another episode of HLTV Confirmed. We are coming to you live and direct here on a Thursday night from Experion in Cologne, Germany for IEM Cologne 2023. So uh, we have an audience and they all just went very, very quiet. Lucas, put the camera on them. And look at that. Magical. Good. Magic, magic. Now, uh, I'm going to wander around. I have freedom right now. I, can I have no idea what you're saying. I would love to hear what you're saying. You don't need to know. You don't know. But I have freedom. I can walk around. It's going to be really hard for the camera people. But uh, thank you, everybody, for coming out here. We just were talking before we went live. A lot of familiar faces in the crowd, a bunch of people who we see from event to event. And that's amazing because you, you, you're part of this. You know? you're, you're with us at all these different places all over Europe. It is really cool to see uh, this kind of, I guess, love of a Counter-Strike family that we're building, right? Fans, people, everybody, we're all here for the same reason. So fantastic to have everybody turning out tonight. And I want to just quickly uh, thank some of our sponsors before I get too far down the track. Uh, we got SteelSeries 22Bet, uh, TradeIt.gg. That's a new one. I got to get used to that one. And uh, Experion. Now, there's even taglines to go with those. Uh, we'll come to those later. You know, I'll bring them I, up. I thought one. for a second that you were going to throw it at me and like test me for the taglines, no, which I, would be kind of rude, but so I'm thankful that you're not doing that. I realized that uh, I didn't bring it up on the laptop before I started talking and it wasn't going to be off the top of my brain. So yeah. it's all good. But those are the sponsors. We can, you know, we can thank them. That's great news. And we also have the signs again. Now, if you were with us on the last show, if you're watching with the crowd, we were kind of uh, gathering how everybody felt with the signs. Now, I've already told you guys how it's going at home. We got Steel Series, that's for hot. We've got Trade It, that's for, you know, we're cooling off a bit. And uh, we've got Upside Down 22 Bet, 
Uh, that's for cold, all right? We might use that throughout the evening. No, we definitely will use that throughout the evening. Uh, but obviously, we've got Prof and Stryker here uh, with me. Gentlemen, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Very excited. Very As excited. you said, very thankful. There's for good that. energy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's always a good energy. Yeah. When is, it, when is it not a good energy? I don't know. My, I don't know everybody here, but my entire mood shifted as soon as Axar got into the country. <laughs> I went, things are okay. <laughs> and now Axar's here. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was the same for me. Yeah. It was the same for me. I'm like, okay, we're going into the playoffs, and suddenly there's this uncertainty still. You know, they said they would, you would be coming back, and suddenly everything. Everything's fine. Yeah, shout, we, shout out to the visa people. Whoever approved that visa, shout out to yeah, that right. guy. I hope they're Counter-Strike fans as well, right? Helping us out here because that uh, Vitality versus Cloud9 match just got a whole lot hotter. But uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, we have a lot of news to get through this evening. Um, some new news. Some very interesting. Very, very new news. Yes. So I, I don't want us to, to faff around too long here. Um, but just to give everybody at home, because I gave it to everybody in the studio uh, an understanding. We're going to be talking a bit about the recent news. We're going to be diving into Valve's latest uh, announcement. We'll, we'll, we'll spend some time talking about that. We're going to be bringing in uh, Nerds from Entz. We're going to be bringing in uh, some management from G2 as well as Swanee the coach. So for the Germans, we got you a German. You know, they're hard to find, <laughs> but we got you one. Then uh, as we move forward, we've got Heku here. She might come join us as we talk and do a bit of a preview about the playoffs and whatnot. Uh, but we want to get you guys giving your opinions, getting on the mic, all that good stuff, as well as the people in Twitch chat at home. Uh, so Lucas... Roll the bumper. Let's get into the recent news. Now, I hope the people at home heard the sound effect because it, it was a bit... They did. The sound, it's... I can't tell if Lucas said that he did or they didn't. Who knows? They did. But... They did. Yeah, but, but I would try. Don't. I would. I would ask for a refund if there's no sound for sure. In the arena, in here. Yeah. Uh, didn't they pay you? Yes. Ah, well, that's the man you need to see. Uh, he won't be going anywhere. Refunds will be at the door, apparently. Okay. Uh, so we do need to get into the recent news, but let's start with some of the, uh, I guess, more fun topics. Fun topics. Well, no, they're not even fun topics. They're more the topics that we don't really need to spend too much time on. Yeah. But maybe they're the boring topics, not the fun topics. All right. Let's start with this. Um, well, this is this 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 one here is. I don't Maybe we can ask people what they want to talk. What, yeah, well, what no, they want us to talk no, about? No, no, I read the I read uh, Neofrag out of ITB, and I thought we won't start there. Um, we'll we'll go somewhere <laughs> else before we get to that one, shall we? Uh, let's let's start with. Uh, okay, let's start with this one. Gamers Eight format just got announced. It's single elimination. Okay. Chad and formats. Let's just start here because we get formats out of the way immediately, and we'll only get we only need hot and cold, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think I had it wrong before. Either way. We're going to steal series or trade it, all right? Do you like the idea of just one tournament in the year being a single elimination? That guy bracket? already has called. He didn't even listen to the question. Okay. He's already out. Red, red for yes, and we'll go trade it for no. Okay. Well, See, it was yeah, a loaded question. Pretty, Some pretty of you, split. It's, it's actually pretty split. split. It's kind yeah. of 50 50 right there, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So we have uh, a mixed bag from the crowd here. So some people think, yeah, it's good. Some people think, nah, it's bad. I, and I think that's actually on par with what the community think, because I read a lot of comments about it. They're like, what a shit format. This sucks. Imagine going all the way to Saudi Arabia, win, play one game, and you're out. It's like, well, guys, how many, how many chances do we need? We have so many tournaments where there's a million games that mean nothing. Actually, maybe the most recent news that we just read would change that conversation going forward, yeah. right? So right now, this is on topic, but maybe in the future, it won't be. But we've spoken about this plenty of times before. I feel like we're open to new formats, right? Yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, why does everything have to be the same, right? Like, why does something can be more cutthroat and it, that creates more it's excitement, different. right? 
Of course. Yeah, they say change is as good as a holiday. Prof, do you have anything to add here? Holidays are great. I've been on a holiday recently. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, Amazing. Yeah, that's why you're looking browner than me right now. It didn't really work on my tan as much. As you said you're going to the beach every day. I was, but I've already been here for a week and a half and it's been raining nonstop. I don't know what the fuck is going on with the weather here. The weather day. is... The only thing worse than the internet here is the weather. It's actually insane. It's, actually, it's been raining every day. I can't quite believe it. I, and I love, they, all, they all enjoy that. Is German internet that bad? Well, I, yes. Oh, it's, okay. It's, I, I hey. don't know who told me this, but like everything about Germany is a lie. It's like... Well, we got an Aussie bloke in the front. I'll tell you, I guarantee you, we got worse internet than everybody else in this room. Even the Brits. I, our internet sucks. You can't get worse internet than Australia. There's no excuses for Germany to have like a bad... Like everything routes to Frankfurt. How is, how is, it, how is the internet I bad? Don't know. Tell, me how, tell me how the trains are always late. When they how are the trains a... always late? Where's the German know. efficiency? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, God. so we got that quick one about Giet out of the way. Done. Dusted. No dramas. Okay. TSM's roster. Striker, can you name it without looking it up? What it was meant wow. to be. Wow. He's putting me on the spot. Valda, <laughs> uh, Cypher... I was going to say Inters, but he's not actually in it, no? Oh, he is it in was it. Meant to be. is yeah. there. Modo. Modo, yeah, yeah, right. That's the Romanian guy. And yeah. you know, who am I missing? You know it. Aggressive, low friends. Jax. Yes. There we go. Yeah. So the roster. With handsome, X handsome as well. With, with, <laughs> with Xtaz as the coach, right? This was meant to be the roster. Oh, he was, was meant to be, yes. That, yes, that's what was speculated to go to TSM. Now, apparently, TSM have pulled the rug, which was... No surprise to a lot of people on the internet, apparently. That's not actually necessarily so true. I mean, that's the, still kind of up in the air. Give us the that's, truth that's then, Striker. I mean, look, I don't know. The, <laughs> I the want the truth. This, absolutely this information, I don't know. But the, the, the report that came out was that it's, there's some, some shaky terms between the players and the organization and that Xtas is the only one that's actually out. Xtas actually did confirm that to me. So at least that, that, what, that part is definitely true. Okay, so The no rest coach. of it is, very, is kind of shaky, I think. But wasn't the stuff that came out that they didn't want to pay for a boot camp when it's not a major coming Look, up? Look, I don't know how much this is. I have not heard that specifically from anybody other than Carol, right? Yes, I think it was, the, it was the tweet. guy who yes, said this, yes. right? Um, he claims this. He claims, almost claims as if he has that from Xtas because he doesn't, Xtas doesn't was, want to be the one who wants to. It's just like so many people were like, Xtas would never say this, but he told me this. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it's like, I don't know. Well, I wanted to gauge people's interest on the roster, but... I don't. Is anybody interested in that roster we just listed? Raise your hand. You don't even need to pull up a sign. Does anybody? There's one guy. Okay. Right there. Do you want to come down here? Come on down. We'll put you on the spot, Mr. G2. Come on. Is this hopefully? This, this is a Jax fan. This is Jax. Hopefully, fan. this microphone is on right here. There's, see, there's a microphone right here in front of this camera. Yeah, I would love to hear why you're excited by that roster. Make me a fan. Cipher. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, back you go. Thank you. Thank you for your input here this evening. Um, okay, fair enough. Sometimes things are as simple as it's that. It's simple as know? that. All right. And that's a good enough reason. That's the only reason he needs. And we got some extra steps in for him today. So uh, there you go. We're looking after everybody. All right. Well, that's TSM news uh, done. <laughs> Do you guys have anything you want to say about this? No? no. Okay. No, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I like that. All right. Uh, you, you boys happy? Content yeah. with where we're yeah, at? Yeah. All right. Now let's we'll, move on from TSM. We'll keep rolling Nobody through. Else. We'll keep rolling through. Uh, all right. Well, let's, let, let's talk about this one, huh? Um, so the Neofrag Here out of ITB. Uh, now, Are you going to ask the question? No, I, I don't. I don't want people to speculate on what he possibly did or said. Uh, but either way, it is a pretty... It is very rare to see an organization come out and explain the players' bullshit when they get rid of them. Normally, it's we part ways with hey. such and such. 
It's never usually we part ways with such and such because they do not align with the ethics and morals of which we see the world. And this guy's clearly said some bad stuff within practice, within whatever. I have no idea. I'm not there. I don't know. But it can't be good, right? You're not getting rid of a player like that. Am I, am I understanding the situation? You keep giving each other the eyes. No, no, I mean, Stop giving each other eyes. No, no, no. <laughs> Give me you the got eyes. It. You, you got it, right? Some, something happened behind the scenes somewhere in practice, and that's, that's basically why he got kicked. Okay. Well, yeah. and the coach is gone. Yeah. He left before. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that might be for the better himself. overall. Like, obviously, Neil Frag was brought in to be, like, kind of the more experienced star player on the team. He wasn't really delivering in that, in that side. This is, like, completely not the reason why he was cut, but maybe it helps them in the long run, right? Cool. Yep. So, um, and yeah, people are immature, you know? Yep. People, people play in, like, local teams and then go international and don't really adapt to the social expectations. Yeah, and I would say we're pretty loosey goosey around some of that stuff already. To, to, to like considering it's not like a corporate yeah. office job, right? Yeah. We don't work, work. So the boundaries are already a little bit lax compared to what it would normally be. And then, so you must have said some really. Heinous I just want shit. to say, like, <laughs> I swear all the time. I, I'm definitely not getting fired for saying heinous shit. I'm saying that much. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you can't also be like a bad individual. Like, I don't see. Oh, you're saying he gave them a reason to like, get rid of him. Like, the thing is, like, he's he's just in a position now that who the fuck is gonna hire this guy? You know? Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he goes. There's back no. To, really, it's not like you know. <laughs> he goes back to sinners. It's a perfect name for it, right? Yeah. You know that what? Would fit aptly. They, they, they already had one reunion, but happened before with Oscar. We so might as well just bring back Neo Frag. That's the that's the lineup that actually made something happen, right? There we so go. might as well try the whole last dance thing. You know, we know how good that went for the Brazilians. Band term. Do you remember when we were sitting in Brazil and the conflict thing came out and he was like kicked from Astralis and all of this and uh, Striker was like, he's too good of a player, someone's going to hire him. And we were like, no. Yeah, yeah. You know, so Neo Frag right. isn't too right. good of a player. That's true. No. <laughs> that, that's right. a problem. Well, that's the end of Neo Frag. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> this is where I'd like to grab the fun stuff and handball it to Prof. Okay. So the Vox Pop Prof. Okay. Do you want to ask the question to the room? Oh, how, how do I frame do you this use question? Do signs? Yeah, we're going to use the signs. We're right. going to use the signs. This is a Vox Pop by 22-bet. Um, essentially, what, what we're going to do, let's just use the 22-bet for this one. And uh, the question is the following. If you think that Cologne is on par or better than a major, pull up the 22-bet sign. Wow. Holy shit. Well, do you think they'd all be here otherwise? I don't know. I think some of the people here were also at a major. Who was at the major at some point? I can see lots of people. I up here, majors from here. A lot of people. I see a lot of familiar faces who I've definitely seen at majors before. Yeah, so uh, this is actually this, like 90% said yes. Okay, so what are you telling me with that? What is your know. survey? It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. That is kind of crazy. But it's showing you some uh, dedication. As an ESL shield, how do you feel? Do you, do you uh, the, it really warms my, got the chills? my my cold, dead, money-filled heart. You no, know, there's there's yeah. there's one argument. There's one argument for it to be even better, which is that there the qualification system means that like all the best teams make it because it's based on the entire year, right? Or half a year. Let's say you're dating back to Karavitsa, right? Well, Can you go and, into more detail in this? Well, let's say for the major. This is where the ESL well, shield comes Well, let's say for the major. Obviously, I mean, we know how many teams from kind of like the open circuit can. Obviously, this is a good thing for a lot of um, for a lot of people. And so, uh, but obviously, it will create space for flukes. So some teams who just just had a one good qualifier, you know, let's sure. say a good RMR, you know, will just suddenly make it, but they then necessarily didn't deserve it because of their half a year performance. You know, the stability wasn't there. While for for Karavitsa's Colognes, we have all the best teams. You know. 
at least, you know, obviously, you know, people can make the argument about partnership leagues and how much that has fed into yeah. Katowice and Cologne and blah, 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 all that stuff. But technically, it is the best teams of the past half a year. Yeah. This, this Cologne, I mean, obviously, there's been so many changes that who the fuck knows who's the best at this point. Yes. But funnily but, enough, we got all of the best, like the biggest names. Like FaZe missed out, Navi to some degree, but they made huge changes. Like yeah. FaZe is probably the team that if you put them in the playoffs, it's like, ah, oh, this is on paper the perfect playoff. Yeah, that is but, but isn't it? But, isn't it, but for me, the reason why I completely disagree with everyone here uh, <laughs> okay. is like we can't just judge it by the outcome, right? The okay. outcome can happen in different ways, and obviously, you need to set it up a certain way to get a good outcome. But honestly, the only issue with majors is the seeding. Mm -hmm. Like it definitely has a more uh, in-depth group stage, like two Swiss systems versus like best two best of threes. Okay. Two best of threes to get to the right, arena right, essentially right. Yes, yes. in Cologne. Like it's a much more it's not more cutthroat, but it gives you like Ease more games yes. to play to determine who is better. Well yes. technically like, technically at the major, I mean you have two best of ones plus the best of threes. So yeah. It's basically two best of threes that make put you in the play. I guess yeah. the only argument is you play if against you have more for the teams. legends anyway, yeah. Right. Yeah. You'd have more but checks that, and balances. I, honestly like the seeding is the problem for majors right now. And if the seeding was better, it would I don't think anyone would think what they think right now. What a great segue, Prof. I just we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll bring up just quickly what the people at home said. So Dimitri uh you know feels seen. Uh, it was 50% of the people who voted uh, think that it's almost the same as a major. And then, 53? Yeah, just under 30% very close, 13% relatively close, and 7% it's big, but it isn't close. Yeah. So, so obviously I people are, that, that are here are a bit more biased towards like Cologne being, I, I wonder why. Yeah, well, because they'd have a good time. All right, well, let's uh, jump into the next piece of news. Now, this one here I'll have to add to my little bar so that the people at home can see it. What are we talking about? The Valve stuff? The Valve stuff, yeah. So I don't know. What, what should we call it? Valve uh, News. Isn't that a Valve News Network? I guess yeah, that, let's do that. <laughs> let's, let's try and steal some, some clips here, shall we? Oh, yeah. Uh, there we go. There we go. Is it going to bang? Are you Look breaking at some copyrights here? What's up? I don't know. I think I can steal the name. He stole it from a company. Um, <laughs> all right. So this piece of news is huge. I prefaced this to everybody in-house uh, before we got underway here today, but this was talking about the announcement from CS account. Uh, to do with a change going forward. Now, this change is massive. I will um, read the little headline on HLCV. Uh, Valve to end team and tournament organizer partnerships starting in 2025. Uh, so Counter-Strike's IP owner will put limits to the way tournaments are run when it comes to invitations and partnerships between teams and TOs. Let's just uh, translate to people, partnerships yes. are dead. So essentially, the Louvre agreement that we talk about all the time with ESL, which is... 14 and 15 teams? Maybe even 15 16 now, now, I think. No, no, yeah. 15. 15 teams. And the Blast partner teams, which is 12 teams, uh, that will not be able to exist as of the year 2025. Um, so This is about, I mean, in total, it should be about, how many is the, the non-overlap? Is like three organizations OG, or something? OG is... Fanatic, Mouseports, Sonic yes. and Blast. Yes. There's one more. So about... And... and and Sizzle yes, and Blast. And either, yeah. But let's say there's around about 20 teams who this affects. Yes. Okay, so the reason that this is such a big deal, and I understand that a year and a half is a long way away, but time goes pretty damn quick these days, is because the way that, for example, these events are run, they're going to have to change completely. They'll no longer, you will never, after next year, and maybe that'll even change with Blast next year, I don't know, but I can guarantee you in 2025, you will not have to watch a group stage like you do with Blast where it's only partner teams playing against each other 
and they have three or four chances to try and qualify. That won't exist anymore, which is fantastic because in recent history, we've all understood that that is uh, causing some low stakes games, which is not entertaining Counter-Strike. And the thing that we all want to watch is the best teams in the world trying to kill each other, right? That's what we're there for. We want to see everybody just trying to beat each other and we hope our best team wins, right? Now this news, I just want to cite this for a second. Richard Lewis put an article out on his, was it his Substack? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, this is about two months ago, right? So this is during the Paris Major time. And the headline reads, in meetings at the Paris Major, Valve representatives expressed their distaste of the current partner league's ecosystem and stated their desire for change to a more open structure for the re release of CS2. So Richard was already onto this back when the, when the Major was going on, which tells me Valve are at the Major. Valve are obviously having conversations with some of these you know, teams or, or orgs or whatever, right? And they ask a lot of questions. I'll tell you that much. Valve ask a lot of questions. They love to ask questions because they want to find out the why. So in some of the why, probably working out, do we like the way that the ecosystem is right now? And I'm pretty vocal. I'm telling you, I'd, I'd like it to be open. And I'm sure there are a lot of other people out there who are saying that they'd like well, it to be open. Basically, what you're saying, you had a conversation with Valve. You said you hated it. And that's the reason why we're here. Well, no, I, did, look, I, I, I said that I'd prefer it to be open. That's what I I'm mean, saying. if... if if they open Twitter or Reddit or they HLT get that forums, everywhere. you know, they get they, they're going to find everywhere. the same sentiment. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but I, and I, even, I, even the pro players, like everyone's talking about the same thing is like, uh, Navi just made a new team, went to play Blast, won a few games. Now they're top 20 in the world. Well, I'll let you know something here, everybody. You're currently sitting in the presence of somebody by the uh, Valve rankings who's ranked number 55th in the world. Who could that be? That's me with Pimp, Ime, Taddy, and uh, who's our fifth? I don't know. You should, you should know. <laughs> anyway, I'm ranked 50. NBK? NBK was on. NBK, Nathan. Yes, of course. Let's uh, go. So, yeah, the Valve rankings still need a lot of work, too. So you would be in, like, close qualifier for the major. I could make it. I could have a crack at it. I could have a crack at it. Uh, but, yeah, so right now with this news, this news is probably some of the biggest Counter-Strike landscape news in a very, very long time, maybe since the partnerships were announced. Right. This is the next ecosystem. -wise, right. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Like this is this is insane. Like there's a few different ways that you can look at this. But the guarantee is the Louvre agreement and the Blast Partner teams will have to wind up their business next year. Yeah. Right. So the landscape of the way that Counter-Strike looks in 2025 with either the potential for new tournament organizers or underdog teams, maybe teams that we haven't heard of to qualify. There has to be more qualifiers. There I mean, has to be more ways into these events. For me, the, the first thing that I think about is like that dude over there with an Apex jersey, for example, that's on his phone. Why are you on your phone, man? Well, he's tweeting about us right now. <laughs> hey, what, but what, no, but, no, but you, you're talking about the, the Apex team, right? No, but like teams, a lot of teams can't get good players because they don't have partnership slots, right? And partnership slots are limited and no one wants to play in Apex because, you know, they don't have a blast spot, they don't have an yes. ESL spot, they don't have any security. So and what Apex happens more, now yes. is like a team like Apex and a lot of different orgs can have a better like way into the scene because it's more open to everyone. Yeah. I mean, not right now, but obviously in 2025. Mm. It's all going to be about merit meritocracy, right? If you're a good team, you're going to draw in the best players, let's say. Or if you continue to build good teams, like, and I don't know, you can throw out the name like Ents. Yes. Like continuously mouse even like if you want to 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 go down on like some of these like lower tier partners, let's say, you know, those teams have continuously built competitive teams, you know, and so those are now even more worth because they haven't been able to or they haven't necessarily needed needed to rely on investments to be competitive, unlike all the big dogs, you know, who had all the big but players. There's a the can well, not convert I think something that'll be a problem for the players. 
is they will go back to feeling like they're getting thrown through the ringer. If more tournament organizers come out, right now we have a pretty good balance, right? The players you might hear at the moment go, Pro League sucks, it's five weeks. Pro League for a player is only two, two weeks. weeks yeah. right? It's only two weeks. And in the rest of the time, they either get to stay in Malta and play or they go home, right? Then you think of other events. Other people go, oh yeah, but th th this, this uh, let's say Cologne, is two weeks. It's only two weeks for six teams. It's not two weeks for everybody. The majority of the field are out after the first four days, right? So when we think about all of this, if more events pop up and it's like it was back in 2016, 2017, 2018, when we were on the road 300 plus days a year, we'd go from event to event to event. It was a traveling circus of insanity. If we have so many TOs step back into the ring that that opens up, what you're going to hear from the players is there's too many events and someone needs to do something about it. Because from the players right now, if you're a part of the team, you get, and you have to do blast and ESL events, that's a lot. That's their entire year done. There's not even any time to go to a Hussar Cup or play a Thunder Pick or do any of this stuff, right? You kind of just have to do those two things. My, where I'm getting to this is, and this is the thing that they never did, they never did this. And they just kind of turn towards their bosses or they turn towards the community or they turn towards the TO and they go, oh, someone do something. This is where them as players are going to have to have it in their contracts with the teams that they don't get overworked. They don't go to every tournament. They take some time off. Yeah. Because it can't go back to how it was. It's not sustainable. People need to be more selective. So the contract should be like X amount of days on the road, you know? Yes, exactly. And it doesn't seem like a big thing now, but I guarantee you we can cite this conversation in 2025 when shit's going nuts. And we can say these people, you know, they need to, they, because this, we know how these guys are. Yeah. We know what's going to happen. You know what? The, what's sli a slight problem with that is the, the way that Valve will run the circuit, let's say, from 2025. Yeah. The, their current ranking works on based on prize pool. So whoever the comes The more in you and, play. Exactly. Whoever comes in and, and puts like a million dollar on the line or whatever, and just knowing that that will just immediately draw teams, you will just have to play it. Yeah, so Otherwise, you, you, will, you will just lose ranking spots because it was so much money on the line. It. There was so many ranking points that they would be losing if they don't, don't attend. So this was, this was going to force them even more. But with this, right, maybe we should read exactly what it says here for everybody. We need to get nerds in here soon. I don't want to... Yeah, we long. should. I'll get him here in five minutes. Is that okay? Yeah. He can come talk to us about it if he wants. We'll get Nurse's opinion on this shit. Maybe. He can, he can say it's okay. Yeah, well, if he comes out, he comes out. <laughs> he can okay. Um, three rules Valve has broadly announced while still working on the finer details. Tournament organizers will no longer have unique business relationships or other conflicts of interest with teams that participate in their events. Good. Invitations to all tournaments will use our ranking system, detailed here, or otherwise be determined by open qualifiers. Now, that next part, right, to Stryker's point about the ranking... If you don't want to play all the events, you're going to have to play the gauntlet of the qualifiers, which at some point we know will probably be best of ones online. Yeah, right? overlapping with other events. Exactly. But my point here is that you don't have to play all the other events if you just selectively want to try and qualify because right, you, if these events are open, it means that you won't just have 12 teams automatically invited to an event and we expect to see them. Your best, your, maybe your favorite team won't make it to every event anymore. And we've seen that. The majors is a good example. Like upsets can happen. So yeah. Counter-Strike is going to be more like, I feel like the tennis rankings, right? Like that's how I feel like this is going to work, right? Feels pretty chaotic. Yeah, which is good and bad. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited about this. Do we want to talk about this more? No, maybe in a week. Okay, in a week. We'll yeah. let it settle. I mean, there's, there, look, there's a year and a half for this, for all these rules to come into play. I know, but this is like Christmas. Like I know. I understand. I, I felt the same way. So <laughs> it's like, it's hard not to smile about this. Like, it's like, I, the, the, yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right. Let's not keep nerds waiting did, any did longer. Did we ask the, uh, t people what they think? What well, we can, oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, you want to ask the question? Yeah. Let's just, let's just go from like uh, Steel Series for like good to. Uh, Trade it for bad or 22 bet for like mid. What do you guys think? 
Okay. The Steel Series good? Overwhelmingly. There's, there's one guy who said it's bad. Yeah, there's a, there's a few people that don't like it, but most people... Should we get the opinion on why it's yeah, bad? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, let's I'm do curious. it. Pick come someone. In, come in. Come, come and explain your point. Here we go. Come on down. The price is right. Kind of looks like a Misuta. Why is it bad? Well, I think we kill like the only way to make esports ox profitable. Oh, we've got a franchise fan, Here ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh, no, that's okay. That's, uh, we How much did Carmack pay you for this? <laughs> I think the problem is more in like Wealth's handling on, on, on all these matters because Wealth is just stepping in there when they don't like something. They just leave it free for all like a deathmatch. Every tournament organizer can make up their own rules. And the, if Wealth don't like anything, they just step in and say, I don't like this. And then they leave all I, door I, open. I have a question for you then. Would you prefer what you just described? Or would you prefer Valve to operate where they control every single detail? Not like Riot is doing like this, this stuff. I don't like it how tight they are having this. But maybe like more people looking onto the circuit and maybe have like more of a rule set sure. themselves. It's just like you have these blog posts and these are the rules, for example. It's not like... Yeah, but... Okay. Yeah, the blog posts are pretty passive aggressive at least that's this last one <laughs> no one will be able to do this like okay no it, and and what you what you're bringing up here are fair points because from the outside looking in it looks like you know god looks down but through the clouds and he goes well that's fucked up and he just changes it he doesn't ask any questions but I mean, now we're going to have a flood but but here's the thing valve what do they do they make video games they don't run tournaments right they don't run they don't run any of their own tournaments the people who have more expertise in running tournaments than Valve are your ESLs, are your Blasts, are your Starlighters, are your PGLs. They have more expertise in how, what is necessary to run a tournament. Just like a team owner has more expertise in how to run a successful org than Valve. So with this from Valve, this tells me a few things. It tells me they've asked the question, they've spoken to a lot of people, and they, want, they have their own philosophy. It's their game. They get to decide how things are run. And if things are not going the way that they like, they'll, you know, poke the beehive. They'll, they'll make an annoyance, but that's because they don't like the direction that things are going and they want it to go in a different direction. So these things might seem vague and they might not make a lot of sense, but I imagine there's a lot of meetings going on behind the doors that we will never hear and we will never see and right. we'll never understand. But essentially what this does is it makes the two biggest leaders in our industry of events right now reevaluate the way that they do business, right? It makes them think what is better for the greater good of Counter-Strike because that's what Valve wants. Right? Valve have one interest, it's the game. They don't care about all the other bullshit. So I think the people who this hurts the most is probably not us, the viewers. It's not even, it, it, it's actually probably the teams themselves because they made these partnerships deals with a blast, with an ESL to guarantee themselves revenue, yeah. right? And that, what that does is that means that these top teams who are partner teams get to have this little belt, right? Where they, Safety. where if anybody else tries to come up, they just get told to fuck off, right? Because you can't break in unless you have $3 million plus. So Valve have made it now. The team owners will be fucking filthy, mate. I guarantee you that. They will be spitting chips. They will be really mad. And the other oh, yeah. people who will probably be worse off in the long run will be players. Because if your org is no longer getting a guarantee of money anymore from partnered orgs, they're not going to have as much money to be able to facilitate. But the so, players are the only ones who are making money, man. Exactly. But that, they, they might earn less money. They'll still be rich. They just won't be filthy rich, right? And, <laughs> and I think right there, these flow-on effects of this stuff in the future is to make Counter-Strike more accessible to everybody, which is, I think, the whole point. Like, Valve tend to want to make the game that you play at home as close to the game that we all watch and love of the professionals playing. 
Yep. It, it's but, meant to be accessible. But yeah, your but viewpoint, why not limit the spending? Like in Formula One, you have limited the spending, and now you see teams coming up from back of the grid up to the top, for example. Yeah. Or like franchise leagues in, in North America are also like, like these. You have a limit on spending, and that's like balances out the thing. So they have like few dominant years, but they have to rebuild at some point. Well, here's my assumption. My assumption is the Valve don't want to have want to be as hands off as possible. That's my assumption. The more the more you build a structure, the more work you have to do. And I think human beings inherently I mean, would need to be huge chat. oversight. That you never know like what. I think you're five minutes. Sorry, ahead. sorry, okay. sorry. I'll get Look, nerds. I'll, I'll just, but good chat. We'll keep it up later. I'm getting nerds. Be right back. I'll just make one one like yeah, slight counter point. I can I can keep talking. I mean this the, this point that I mean it's a fair point. You know like it's if if uh, this if we pres presume that this is profitable, you know, or this is making kind of strike profitable, it makes sense, right? But it is built on upon upon the premise that org team organizations that are partnered with ESL or Blast are actually helping the the ecosystem to become profitable. And now I'm not sure that that's necessarily true. You know, like do they drive more viewership? Do they drive more? Like people buying merch and all that stuff, more money coming into the system, you know, would that would would we be better off with just many more organizations being able to do that or not? That's that's basically the question, you know. Oh, my microphone's <laughs> off. And introducing nerds. Yeah, It, it got a bit businessy there for a while, mate. We started talking business and money and all that good stuff. So now we're here to talk about the real stuff. And uh, thank you for joining us here this evening. Thank you. Uh, you get a nice round of applause there. There are going to be 10,000 people giving you a round of applause in a couple of days. You're in the bloody Lanxess Arena, mate. How does that feel? I cannot even imagine something better like from what I saw in IM Dallas. Like I saw Apex interview with you, Sponge. And yeah, yeah. Like you ask him, like, what do you think is better? Lanxess or uh, in Paris. And he said, like, I, I remember when I saw the Paris Major and it was amazing. And he said, like, it's, Lanxess is better than the Paris Major. This is insane. Like, I never, yeah. I, I, never some, I never saw something like that before. And you've uh, only recently just, like, appeared on the big screens, mate. Like, you were over, we're going to talk about Endpoint in a bit, but this year for you, like, holy shit, things have happened quick, huh? Yeah. Um, I didn't believe it would be so fast, I will be honest. Um, um, because I will say, I will say like a secret. Um, I think like before the, I think it was 2021 or something like that. And I did a trial with ENS before, before Valde joined. And like, it's fine, like the players uh, decided to go with Valde and I said, Maybe like I will join like in the end of like the next spare break, and I didn't realize how fast it will be for me to join a team and get like a big like to win a big event to be in in a semifinals in Cologne. Like it like don't even understand like how much it's important important for me. It must feel like a dream, right? Yeah, for sure. But this is like all the hard work that you've been putting in, and I I think getting to talk. To, I, I got to speak to Snappy and, and, and Nurse just the other day. We were doing a bit of a content piece. And uh, Snappy's talking about him being a player who just comes in and embraces the stage. Like, yeah. that to me tells you you're a person built for this environment, right? Like, if Snappy, someone, Snappy's 33 years young, right? He's been doing this an awful long time. He's played with an awful lot of players. He was talking about you and some pious as these guys who just come in and embrace the stage and embrace the moment. And there was even an interview he did today regarding the mental of your team. And, and you must be a component of that because you're one of the recent additions and now things are changing. So 
Like, yeah, I think, you know, maybe it's a dream, maybe it's a bit of a shock, but that's what hard work does. So you should be very proud of yourself, and I'm sure, I'm sure you are. Yeah, I'm... I'm... It's good, right? But this, this no, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. No, the, the, <laughs> this is emotional. It's, it's always will be. It will be emotional for me because, like, I was, I was in my. I'll tell you, like, why I'm so emotional. When I turned to 18, in, like some people in Israel they need to, to be in the army and like you cannot escape it. And like when like, when like you have like potentially your peak, in 18. You have to uh, to be like three years um, and not doing your dream. And when, like for example, you were like the best player in Israel for like some years, and you need like when you see like flames, you see spinks, like you see spinks, you see exertion. Like this guy, like you you see like you have a gap that you need to reach, that you have to play to sacrifice a lot of like a lot of your time. And when you actually like, it was a dream for me to actually do it. But when you when you like you feel it, you actually did it. Like you you won an event. It's amazing. Like you don't even understand how much I appreciate that I worked so hard for it. Yeah, yeah. Nice to hear, man. That's nice to hear. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now, uh, gentlemen, can you can you top that or? Yeah, yeah, we can, we can touch on that. I mean, there's the whole story. We had Flames on, on the podcast uh, like a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about like the whole Israeli scene being like very, like the, all of the players you just mentioned being very, very close, like having barbecues together and all of that. Like how, w when you see them play and you see where they are and like you see yourself, like you, do you think you're like, I'm on their level or are you like, or are you like a humble guy and then you're thinking like they're, they're on, uh, he's on vitality because he's much better than me or like exertion got this opportunity. I didn't get it. Right. How do you see yourself in that, that moment? Because like, I feel like for a player, it's very important to have like that self-confidence and have an ego, but also to be humble. So like, how, where do you see yourself in, in between those three kind of, kind of things? Um, I think there is no doubt that Spinks right now he's the best player like from all of us for sure like there is like you don't understand like how much is important for a player to win a major and he actually done it and i feel like exertion and flames are i will i will put myself like around flame exertion and of course me like in the same level at least right now okay yeah well i hope i hope in 2024 it will change <laughs> but this we this is something that we spoke about, and uh, it's it's quite curious, right? You talk about who you want to play out of Vitality or Cloud Nine. Do you want to uh, you want to give that answer? Yeah, of course. I will say it. I, I always tell. Uh, I I was in the elevator with Zaibo and Spinks, and I said like, I really want to meet you. I really want to meet you because I want to smash you in the semifinals. <laughs> because, like, it's so. Um, like it's so like when I'm playing against Israeli players, like they are my friends, of course. But I feel like there is it's so personal to win them. I always step up when I'm playing against Israeli players, and I feel like I really want to to win them. So like honestly, like you don't even know how much. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I would love to see you going toe to toe. See notes going nuclear on the stage, man. Like I can see you getting pumped about it right now. 
I look, dude. When when you're sitting here and I can I can see it in you, like I fucking love it. You're the fire. The yeah, fire he's got the is fire. there. Yeah. He's got the fire. Like I mean, this oh, is the reason why, me. why you watch CS, right? Yeah. It's not like oh, this guy made a great crossfire play. Like that is all great, but like you also want the, you want the drive of the people, you know? The, because whenever someone puts so much work into something and excels to a certain degree, it becomes kind of an art form in itself, yeah. right? And that's that's the beauty of of Counter Strike. Especially X Factor players like you, mate, because you make the moments like nuts. Like the bit, our expectation goes out the window. Like when you decide it's, you know, mid on ancient, and I'm, I'm fucking going. Like when you do those things, that's the moment where you like, Jesus take the wheel. You're going out there, and we get to see what <laughs> Nerds has to offer, right? It's, it, it's, it's, it's really fun. I'll stop gushing over you, Striker. Yeah. Do you have an actual question? You just did that. <laughs> I mean, we obviously you, we already won, right? You already won a big event now, so it's not like it's, it, it's going to be some something super new for you for for Cologne. But is it still? kind of nerve-wracking is it still do you still have that adrenaline like just now like thinking about the playoffs you know thinking about going to cologne and like okay this is my next this is my next play um i think like even now i all i'm like yesterday and the day before i i wrote um esl cologne 2022 to get like these goosebumps when you're watching this event like even i was like in i am dallas it was amazing one of the best um moments in my in my life but when you see like something like ESL Cologne you still have this goosebumps like like you I, I was standing with San Pius and he told me you don't understand what like how does it feel to be like in a crowd in semi-finals like I I, I I want I want to feel it do you rewatch like old old colognes or anything of course, like that? Of course wow. yeah of course yeah. this is sick but only two more days huh yeah, hmm? you, you gotta sleep tonight. Sleep well if you can. You know, tomorrow night. Are you, you going tomorrow to watch the matches in the arena? I don't know yet. Maybe okay. we are, we're gonna practice. I don't really know. Yet. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's well because I know some teams they have this. They like to go and they like to be in the arena and they like to feel the vibe and stuff. Because both of those games tomorrow are sick, right? We got the heroic Australis match as the second game of the day, the Danish Derby. That should be a banger. And then before that, as the nice little you know appetizer, we have Cloud Nine with Axile. He made it versus Vitality as a bang. How come, how come that's the first game, by the way? Well, I don't know. Maybe they didn't think Axel was going to make it, right? Ah, and they thought, yeah, sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess I guess in... Also Heroic Astralis. Yeah, it's a bang game. In I mean, it is both, both are great the games. The Friday night I mean, It's, hard, it's a hard well. call for sure. Yeah, it, it's definitely not easy. All right, let's 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 dive a little bit down the history path, should we? Yeah. With Nerds? Okay. Now, uh, you're an Endpoint alumni. You know, you've been through the Mighty Max school. we got a couple of Brits up here. I'm sure they're Mighty Max fans as well. Uh, you know, but uh, what... What? Why? Why is Mighty Max? Is he a good scout, or is he good at teaching you guys? Because what's going on? Flames went through there. You went through there. Like the unique of like Mighty Max, I would say like Mighty Max and Cyril together. They one like the unique unique personality that they don't they don't care like if they have good numbers. They want to support like the younger players. Like for example, you'll not see like anyone that actually won't like. If you see, you, you will do everything that the like other player will have the free kill, the like the good kill, the good duel. You don't understand like you don't have it anymore. Like it's insane like how how much they are building the team around the, the stars. You like this is huge shout out for this. Both of, uh, so they're setting up their prospects. They bring you yeah, guys in. They yeah, give you guys yeah. everything you need. They want you to thrive, and they understand that's their best way to win it. And like for example, you will see like when we play against Ecos, they will never go for the Ecos. They won't like actually. They will do everything for the other players to feel comfortable. 
Like you will not see any player doing it. Okay. It's crazy. I mean, with the Mighty Max is a bit special and surreal. Sorry, Mighty Max no and surreal. The combination. I mean, I just wanted to ask about the organization. Obviously, you know, as we were saying, like it's it's one that many of these like up and coming players have gone through, right? And they've consistently, obviously, been able to let these players go. I mean, was this something that, like, when you guys when you joined them, was this something that you were thinking about? Okay, like this is a place that has already produced some other talent. You know, I'm sure you've talked talent to Flames. Talent farm, yeah. Had, huh? It's a talent farm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I didn't think about it, but just I saw that Flames was an endpoint, and I felt like, of course, Flames is talented, and I didn't think like, okay, I will join endpoint to. Like, they will give me good roles and I will go to a better team. No, I said, like, it's a good tier two teams. And, like, when you understood, like, I didn't know before, but when I joined them, you understand, like, how much they sacrificed for the other, the other players. This is, like, when I joined the team. Already, when like, the moment that you joined? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like, crazy. what position you prefer? How do you want to play? Like, for example, what flash? You will not see, like, they are... Unselfish. Okay, nice. Well, I, I wanted to ask a question here that maybe not too... Oh, actually, the Germans could. We were talking about how bad their internet was. Um, when you, when you, you, we, we spoke about this, but I want you to talk about it again because I think it's important for people to understand the difference in this and why we talk about online and LAN Counter-Strike. I think it's not as big of a thing these days because we don't have online tournaments. But when you're practicing from home, like how, how much worse is, is practice because of that? Right? Like You can't output as much as you could on LAN. Or maybe you can, but you have to play differently. Does it does it make practice feel like a little bit wasted when you're playing on high ping? Because playing on 80 ping is fucked, mate. Yeah, obviously, like it's really hard to play with 80. I will tell you, like there is advantage and disadvantage. Probably most of most of you don't know. When you're playing with high ping, it's easier for you to pick an angles. If you want to hold an angle. You're fucked. So you gotta just keep moving. Just swing. And that's yeah, why exactly you don't like, stop moving. Exactly, but but like the annoying thing that you need to to change your almost your all um, gameplay game style like because of land because of the ping. Like for example, I'm in land. I'm just thinking, I should I should hold this angle or I should swing it or I should move like jiggle 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 jiggle. You don't even sometimes you just you don't understand how you need to play. But uh, after like for example one week, you you understand. Perfectly, what you need to do. So you think that you're like for you personally, you have the the, the tournament break. You, I, were you still playing Counter Strike during the tournament break? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I figured as much, right? Someone as hungry as you, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, how many days, like with zero Counter Strike, did you have? When I'm home, there is no way that I'm not. I'm, there is no way that I'm not gonna play like at least at least four games, three games a, a okay. day, every day, not day. every day, every day. There is no way. Like for no, for example, not not in Pack Day. Like if like we off off day uh, like day, uh, play break, I will play every day at least four games. So you didn't take a holiday. No. Well, that was your holiday. No, no, no. Like in play at least like the last play breaks, I'm I I went to Thailand, like I fly to Thailand for example. But when I'm in home, I'm always playing. Okay, damn. Okay, so yeah, not taking any. Oh, that, nice. Well, when you get back into practice, like with the team. And you, you then come to an event like this. I, what you're saying it's going to take you a week to get up to speed with like being on land or lower ping. So should they just like try and move you to somewhere that's you know lower ping all the time? Get you out to Finland? Get you in uh, in in Natu's house? He's got enough. <laughs> I'm sure he's got enough bedrooms. I get you out there. The ping's good in Finland. Yeah, I mean like they, they ask me about it, 
but it's really hard because sometimes you want to be at home. Of course. To play like, um, I played only one uh, online tournament with ants and it was like, I think like my rating was 0.90 something. Um, yeah, it's really hard. Was like, this the brazy party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I this, was. I this fucked us all in fantasy. I remember. <laughs> I was so a lot, of, a lot of people sorry. picked you. A lot of people picked you. And they were like, what the fuck is happening? Well, maybe we should have considered his ping. Yes, we should have. <laughs> That's all a part of the game. Oh, now, now I remember. I wanted, like, I needed to go to uh, Madden House. I needed to flew to Montenegro. And, like, I need to do some stuff about the visa to US. I remember now why I couldn't uh, fly to Finland or Montenegro. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, uh, should, we, should we ask him about the current roster a bit? Should we talk yeah, about the tournament yeah, at the moment? Yeah. All right, so um, the team you find yourself in right now, right? It's, uh, I, I would imagine, right? Does anybody here think Ents are going to win the whole thing? Okay, you got a couple of fans, but that's kind of my point, is the fact that Ents is this roster. We see you in IEM Dallas. You got, like, you, for example, D-Hus, some pies. You got players who can frag, right? That's not a question. But you get slept on a bit, right? You get slept on a bit. So can you try and sell Ents? to some of these fans? you want to convert a couple? Or are you going to do it with your play style? Maybe you don't have to do it with your words. I will, I will say it as a team. Like, at least like, I feel like we are so unique because you will not see in an international team chemistry like that. Like, oh, okay. Like the way how we are treating each other, um, like even like there is, I need to say, huge, huge shout out to our coach we call it Bossman, but it's so like he has insane impact on our playstyle about like our um, behavior in this team. But I feel like our chemistry as a team, like it's insane. I'm not talking about the individual that you have. Probably like you have G2, you have Nico, Hunter, Monesi, you have like the Vitality, you have Zyrus, Pinks, Flames, Magisk. But we are, we are, you are not like we don't have the stars, but as a team together, we have like something that's nobody else, in my opinion. I do see that, right? Because yeah, I see you guys a lot of the events. You yeah. guys are always like doing something together, playing table tennis. Like it's, it's a very good vibe within the team. I think that's, is that, do you think that's curated by Saw or do you think that's like each of you are just, like it just fits? You think it's a jigsaw puzzle that fits? Uh, I think it's, of course, uh, like it's not, this, this one is not about Saw, uh, but everyone just fits together. Like so you had to pick the right people for it to work. But it feels like you've got some good extroverted personalities in your team. Like Simpias, for example, was very vocal when he was on Movistar Riders, right? And he loves the, he embraces the moment, right? You see he, but he's like you, you embrace, but Madden does it as well. He gets big, you know, he yells a lot, Snappy's the same. Diha, I'd never seen it from him until you guys played against nine. Holy yeah. shit. I, 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 even, even when I watched it, when it was in fun, I was seeing DJ was always like that. Not even moving. <laughs> no, honestly, people, his comms, his comms are like this. Let's say there's a guy in Temple that's about to shoot nerds, and, and Diha knows he's there. He'll go, one Temple. <laughs> like, see, that's the comms. That's, the com that's, that's how he speaks, no matter what. No matter so to see him standing up and yelling at nine, I was, I, it was a different person, and I loved it. What, what, what was the reason? Obviously Polish, but like, was there something specific? I think, like, obviously, he wants to feel like he's the best Polish player. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to feel it. And he is the best Polish player by far, in my opinion. But um, I want to say, like, on every player that I'm playing with right now, Sampaios is very vocal. And he's, like, he's always cheering for others. Like, he's a really good teammate. Um, Marco is genius in 
like building setrons. We are, we are not we are almost not copying other struts. It's most of the times it's uh, it's slow and snappy. And Madden is our heart of the team. Like you, you when is Madden is not happy, we are not happy. <laughs> uh, it's true, and and Pavel is one of the best individuals that I have, I've ever seen. Like you, you will not believe like what he's doing in in practice, and like he's not selfish. Most of us are not selfish, but this team like together, I I I feel like we are maybe vitality and heroic, but nobody is selfish. I just wanted to pick up on what you just said, if people didn't hear. You said Madden, individual player, like he's an amazing individual player. I had this discussion with someone recently. I'm like, Madden is a fucking great individual player. People are like, no, 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 look at his stats. Like his stats are one thing, yeah. take into account his fucking roles and yeah. what he does for the team and how literally like he's just gonna run in and die a lot of the times because he's going into like a triple crossfire through a Molotov. And of course, he's not going to have great stats, but like when you see how he plays, when you see the kills that he gets, when he does get the kills, you can see he's fucking amazing. Impact, so, yeah. main sponge talk about it in the interview, but it's so annoying. Like that, you people don't even recognize how important to have like this guy that's going first every yeah. time, and and like you don't get the credit for it. Like this is a bit annoying, but at least in the team we we give him the credit. Like he's doing a shit job. Like honestly, shit position. <laughs> like every time like, we are playing overpass, I'm playing game the best position in the in the map pool. And every time, like for example, I see him dead, me and him dead. Nice fun position you have in monster. <laughs> <laughs> and we are always joking about it. <laughs> Maybe next, let's move to monster. I will go to a. Yeah, like you called, you called Snappy a genius. What do you like about his his system, his playstyle? I can give you an example. Uh, we have a round that call, for example. Um, G2. G2. So it will, from map, from game to game, it will change something so small that change the whole strat. But you'll not even recognize the other team will think like, okay, they're not doing like, and instantly will like, I don't know how to explain it. For example, you have like split A, G2 split A, for example. It will change like two small stuff that change the whole round. And it's, and nobody needs to, oh, yeah, think about something, nerds, you need to nade and flash something like that, you're doing the same, uh, Sampaios, you flash, and we are doing something like, the, the enemy team cannot counter us, that's oh. the point. Like, you're hard to it, read. Yeah, it's not about like only changing the set rounds, it's creating the set rounds, because most of, most, of, most, of, most of the set rounds that we have, Snappy and so created it, change it a bit. So there should be a lot of stuff called ENTS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But well, hey, that, that's like you just said a G2 today. For, that's like how a lot of this stuff goes, right? You copy from other teams, you build on it. But the more unique you can be, and I guess that's the same. I put your team in a similar category as I would a G2 or a phase based on the fact that a lot of the stuff is to get the good players into position to win the rounds, right? Like that's the way Carrigan and Rain will run in. They'll create a mid round and they go, hey, Brokey, drops, twists. You guys are good. You better fucking win this situation. Like, this is now where you take over the game, right? And I feel like Snappy, through a lot of his faster plays, either just bludgeons people to death, or at least you're in the site, and then you can win the mid-round, right? You know, you can actually get your... And then your players can show their skill, and that's why when you watch a phase, when you watch a G2, or you watch an Ents, you get excited for the Counter-Strike, because they like to set up clutches. They like to set up... Ex 
And you know, we, in, in traditional stuff, I don't follow fighting, but I listen to what they say to understand how to do my job better, right? And they say styles make fights. It's the same with Counter-Strike. I could watch Virtus Pro versus old Cloud9 and it'll put everybody in this room to sleep, right? Until about the score 14-14. But you watch Ents versus FaZe on Ancient in Dallas and you, you're watching for an hour and a half, but you're on the edge of your seat like it's a blockbuster film shot by Christopher Nolan because you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You're waiting for the explosion and you get a whole lot of them. Like, that's what I think with Ents. They play that same kind of in-your-face style and it's, it's fun Counter-Strike. Do you, like, and that's the thing. You can tell you're having fun when you're playing. You're not playing something that's boring to you. Like, you, you get to do the things you like to do. Sometimes. It's Sometimes. <laughs> Snappy what's, has to what's, really in the What's leash. boring? What's boring? <laughs> um, I mean, it's not boring. Sometimes it's a bit annoying like to... It's not, it's, it's annoying when I sing it, like when you're rushing, for example, a lot of times and you're dying, this is annoying. But the worst, worst thing that you can ever see, like to play against slow teams, and like, this is the most boring thing, like for us, <laughs> like, bro, please, just come and just play, play the game, it's not fun. But I mean, this is yes, like you have some team that's playing like that and teams playing like that. So uh, that, that's the Virtus Pro loss in that like DreamHack event that you played uh, after, <laughs> after not, Dallas. I, I cannot say it. No call. <laughs> I will not talk about it. Oh dear. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, do you want to give us? Should we get his opinion on who's going to win the other the, the quarterfinals? Yeah, we can. We can. We can do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you think Vitality is going to beat uh, Cloud9 because uh, you want to play Sphinx and Flames, or do you? Of, go of course, of course, that I want to play Vitality and I want them to win, but. Especially because Cloud9 is one of those slow teams, right? Well, we don't know anymore. Now we don't know. Yeah, that's true. Part of it, part of <laughs> it. But I think like Cloud9 is the best firepower in the world. So I don't know what's going to happen. But like in Vitality is insane. Like they have insane team right now. They're in good, um, good moment right now. So I don't know what's going to happen. All right. But at least I want that Vitality will win. All right. Well, that's, we'll, we'll go about, with that. What about Heroic Astralis? I think the key in this match is going to be device. If device is going to fill the game, uh, it's going to be Astralis. If not, it's going to be Heroic. Okay. So let's assume you're in the grand final. Hmm? <laughs> you're in the grand final. Let's, let's envision this. Okay. And your opponent is G2, which would match up pretty well map pool-wise for you. You ban Inferno. They ban Overpass. You guys are on Overpass. You have a really good map pool at a best of five. Yeah, it's that's one choice. The other choice is reigning major champions with two Israelis who you want to beat. Which would you prefer more? Is it are you driven by the fire to beat them, or would you prefer G two? Who the way I just laid it out, hey, map pool wise, answer actually favored. It's hard. I would say still vitality. One more time for me, mate, because I got Lucas in my ear. I'm gonna have to pull him out. I prefer like if you if you mean like what I prefer to play Vitality or G2? Yeah. Vitality. Okay. All right. Well I like that means you've just given us like fun to run with. You've if it is the Ents versus Vitality final, that's great. You've just given us a nugget that drives <laughs> you as it no, seriously. When you win a clutch against Sphinx and Flames on the stage and you just go absolutely nuts, you've just given you've given the viewer something to be invested in. I would, jump on, <laughs> I would right. jump on the table. I would jump on the table. Chose like a monkey. Yeah, they're, they're in, but that that right there, like that's just, that's what it's all about. To be right? fair, Sphinx and Flames are probably not going to end up in clutches together. Let's just see. Hey, come see on, that. man! Anything's possible. <laughs> Sometimes. Right? I let's just make that happen. We'll, we'll stage <laughs> around just so we can have that opportunity <laughs> happen. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now uh, we uh, Prof has actually come up with a little special segment here. Yeah, we have a special segment for you. It's the first time we've ever done this. Yeah. 
So it's I hope you're ready one. for this. It's called Nerves of Steel. Uh, we have five questions for you. And it's, uh, it's not a quiz. It's like questions you need to answer. And you need to answer them truthfully. And like we're going to be the judge if you're like being honest or not. Okay. And then if you do it... <laughs> We're going to be the judge. You're going to help us here as well. I can't if read you, that if you do it, If you do it, if you do all five, we give away the headset to someone in the, in the crowd. If not... Nerds, this wasn't one of the questions, but the sign says, Nerds, are you single asking for a friend? <laughs> that's the first question. That's the first question. Let's go. Well, that's the special what? number six. Uh, yeah, I'm single here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got your answer. All right, uh, so Prof. There we go. I just need to find them. Uh, he's, he's scrolling. Have them, yeah. We asked uh, for people in, from Twitter to ask some. We kind of maybe adjusted some to, because, you know, just to make them a bit more uh, interesting, we're going like, to start with some like low balls, easy ones. Okay. And then we're going to build up to, uh, to a bit more. So oh the first question, this was from Twitter directly. It says, what do you say when you go to your barber to get a haircut? What do you ask for? Um, I had a barber today, and I said, like... Oh, you went to Lenti? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. actually a good guy. Yeah, that's my nice barber. That's a barber and guy, Lenti's fucking great, yeah. By the way, is it only in Cologne, or it's only, like, every SL event? He'll come to Dusseldorf. Well, if you liked him that much, <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell your management, and then maybe they can bring him on the road. But it's just... Good. It's just, <laughs> just in Germany. <laughs> I told him, uh, like... I like skin fade, <laughs> and I don't care about low fade, high fade, whatever. And just do what, what you know. That's what, that's what I told him today. Yeah. Easy. I can see that with that barber. He's a man you can trust. Yeah. 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 He's nice. You also have nice hair. I feel like it's not, not that difficult. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like you get like fucked up haircuts. No, no, no. There you go. Nice. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, there's another one. Uh, what did you feel after getting back-to-back -back clutches against her work? Ooh. What was Whoa. going through your mind? Um, I was hyped AF because <laughs> um, in the first match, nobody from us was shouting. In the second match as well, like no, I I didn't hear anything like from Eroic. I didn't hear anything from them. In the third map, I I was playing, and after we lost the round, I don't remember what round it was, and I heard them like shouting, and I instantly like when I heard it, I was. I was hyped, so hyped, and like instantly after, like I did one v three and like this, uh, like the four kills in the AK, and I was <laughs> like again, there is no hate between me and Katie, and I respect him a lot. Like I think like he did an amazing job in heroic, but I told the guys like I want like to have like amazing uh, round and to say to heroic guys like again I don't have anything like against heroic. <laughs> I want to say to the guys, guys, you can sit down, chill a bit, chill, you know? <laughs> and yeah, like, it was amazing. Did you enjoy that atmosphere? I mean, a lot of people were, were there was a lot of words. <laughs> of course, like, I would say something about it because, like, I feel Tesh Talk is part of, the game, uh, a part of the game, and I feel like Kadian is taking too many hate because of, like, because of it. And I feel like he don't deserve it. When, like, people don't see it, sport always have trash talk, and some people need to accept it. And this is like this is why it's so nice to play like that. I mean, Sponge has like in, in the interview in ESL, um, I told him this is so much. This is so fun when you're playing in front of each other. Maybe like in the future, Sponge will do something, and we will have like an event like in front of a crowd, and 
like we are playing in front of each other. It will be amazing. Mm. I was selling him on the idea of yeah. being able to get them facing each other with like thousands upon thousands of fans bearing down on them. And then he wins a clutch in a one on three situation. And the score then becomes 14, 13 and he breaks the fucking money and he stands up and he erupts and the crowd's going fucking nuts. And the other team, I can't believe it. <laughs> and I'm trying to get him fired up in an interview. Yeah. I'm getting myself fired up. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck yeah, let's go, you know. But one day, one day we'll get there. One day so. it'll be banging. Okay, what do you, what do you think about this answer? Pretty pretty decent. Mate, answer. that right there is a banging answer. Yeah, that's a pretty ten decent out of answer. ten. Uh, okay, another one. What was the first thing that went through your mind when you won I Am Dallas? <sighs> like as the last round is being before you you go towards the trophy. Like what's going through your mind? I I think I think in this moment I I still didn't realize that I actually won a big event. Honestly, like. But after some moments, when when we were like after we were talking like after the team, I said like, oh my god, we I actually won because like even like you you if you see like the the vote from this game, I wasn't even happy smiling. I was yeah, yeah it's fine like chill chill chill, and like after it like I I I wrote to my family oh my god I won like uh, a big event and like it's amazing. It's I, I, even like when I won, I didn't even understand that I actually won it. Yeah. Don't like the feeling like it's not with you. So uh, just numb, like not yeah. even processing it. Yeah, exactly. How was do the you sleep well that night or do you, do you replay all this stuff? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably not. I don't even remember. Isn't that the one with the trophy with Dihar ah. in bed? <laughs> we drank a lot. Yeah. Who would have thought? Did you message your family? Were they watching or was the time zone no good? Uh, yeah, of course, of course they watched it. They yeah. were performing. That's nice. That's nice. Okay. I think that this is kind of kind of connected. Like, do you get nervous before a big match or like a stage game? Um, and if you say no, we're not gonna give away. No, that no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> I will tell you something. I don't think like I'm like when you're at least like you're nervous before like when you're. Uh, in front of the crowd, when I was in I Am Dallas, for example, before you're joining the pieces, you see like the whole uh, crowd in front of you. And yeah, I, I felt a bit of nervous. But when you're in front of the, behind the, the, the monitor, you don't even like maybe the first, the first round, like the pistol. And after it, you, you forget about it. You're, you're you and the monitor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we have two more. Uh, will you play in an Israeli super team in the future? It's ah, good. Um, I hope so because this is my dream the whole time before I joined the international team. Um, I was uh, in game leader for almost five years when I was in uh, Israeli teams. We found our man. Huh? We found our man. Now we just need an author. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Keep going. Anarchist is both. Okay. Hey, we have Anarchist, we have Shushan here. Um, and I really hope that one of the days I will focus on in-game lead and we will have like good team. I, did you, do you know uh, Flamesy's plan? What? It's when you guys get old and washed up like, you know, some, like, like me, then you just start playing as the Israeli super team in Asia because that's where you guys get to play as yeah. and just farm all of the Asian and Australian yeah. teams. <laughs> yeah. Right? Makes sense. I like that the Australian guy in the audience was the first one to start clapping. He's like, yes, farmers. Let's go. And the good part of it is that we probably will not have an organization. The 
all team sticker money will go to us. Oh, yours? Yeah. Exactly like with New Ziggles. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah, make whatever stick. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Okay, okay. What's the last question, um, Prof? We have, we have two. Oh. Pick one. Uh, At the end. Yeah, I like, I like the other one. Okay. Yeah, I like the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I, because the type of answers is given, I think you give us an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, could be an interesting yeah. answer. What is stopping Ents from being the number one world, world ranked team? <laughs> if Snappy was here, he'd say the Blast uh, events. <laughs> it's winning, a hard winning question. Winning Cologne. Of course, like winning Cologne is the easiest answer, but, but there like, you go. Why? Yeah, but you I feel, I feel like yet. if we were playing in Blast, uh, like if I understand the question good, like for example, what what like what we need to do to be top one? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? It could be like from a player perspective, from a team perspective. It make you feel like I mean, you're the best team in the world. Yeah. Like as opposed to the ranking. Like even if the ranking said you were number two, but you knew you were number one. Um, I feel like if we will play any big event, it will be easier for us. But I feel like uh, after we won IM Dallas, we broke like and skills that we didn't win a, a big event before, but I feel like if we will, will win ESL Cologne, it will change the whole scene. Like for example, we can actually believe it will be Enz uh, era. So it's like a mental thing, you think? For me at least, yeah. Okay. Because I think like we have the players to do it. Um, and like it's about opportunities right now that you cannot go like, for example, to blast tournaments right now. Yeah, it's kind of impossible. Yeah. Do you feel like, I mean, a lot of people obviously, in, uh, if you look at IEM Dallas, you know, and where it was positioned and what's kind of like some teams that were missing out and things like that, obviously it wasn't the major, you know, there was, there was a, lot of, a lot of stuff that, uh, that went into that, right? Do you feel just satisfied now in Cologne that you've kind of proven that, okay, you do belong in that conversation at least? For sure, like, for example, I will answer about IEM Dallas before. Um, when you don't have Vitality and Navi in the tournament, this is not tier one. But like it's a tier one event, but this is like not big tournament for me at least. But if you will win a uh, ESL Cologne, it will be like I think a lot of people saying like it's more important than major. Sorry. Whoa! I don't know who was that, but we'll blame Lucas. It's all fine. <laughs> don't worry, guys. It was Lucas's fault. But yeah, well, yeah, I, 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 I think. If you beat like the four, the, well, the, the teams who are here, I understand like the sentiment, all of the best teams in the world are here. If you win this event, then you're the best, like you beat everybody. Well, yeah. you, uh, you play who you play, but you, they're all the best teams at the event. Yeah. Okay. Well, do we want to give away this headset? Yeah. Lucas wants us to go to an ad break. Maybe that's why he's fucking with the microphone. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. This headset, mate, we want to give it away. And uh, well, you answered the nerves of steel, right? So uh, you passed the test. You passed Thank the you. test. You Thank get you. to pick anybody here in the room to give the headset to. So uh, who wants the headset? <laughs> who do you want to give it to? Whatever. Do you want? Do you want to do? We can do a game to determine it. We can ask a question. We can, however you want to work it out. You'll decide. You want me to decide? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, well, before we asked if there were some nerds, uh, sorry, some Ents fans. And those Ents fans are at the back. Can we? And we have some Ents. All right, Ents fans. Would you like to come on down the front here for us? We're going to have to pick between one of you here. I don't only, know how we're going to work it out. Only the ones who, who outed themselves as fans, yeah. fans at the beginning. Yeah, I, I, the whole audience comes down. Now, okay. Everyone's here. 
All right, so we have a couple of Ents fans here. Now let's let's ask some questions. So let's go in front of the microphone here, Ents fans. And what we're going to do is we're going to ask some Ents-related questions, and we'll see how happy we are. Let's go. All right. Um, so we've got we've got three in total. Let's go with we've got long hair, glasses, and jersey. All right, that's that's our Ents. <laughs> it's the easiest way for me. oh oh okay. They, they all have glasses, by the way. Yeah, I know. But that's why. But that's why this guy's glasses. Okay. So let's start with this. If you get a question wrong, then you're out. Right, as simple as that. We keep going until it, okay. I, I'm just making this up on the fly, guys. This okay. could be the worst thing ever. I'm really sorry. Okay, let's do this one. Um, there's a gentleman who I beat once upon a time, who's Finnish, who still works for Ents. Um, do you know? Let's. Do you know his name? Used to be a professional Counter Strike player, Finnish. Who's answering first? Uh, let's go with glasses. Glasses go first. Can I phone a friend? Is no. your friend one of, one of these two? What? Is your friend one of these two? No. All right. Well, what? Uh, can I get... Where are you from? Finland. So you should know. Okay. He's out. He's out. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me give one more clue. Let me give one more clue. How many clues does he need? He's out. I want to give him an hint. Probably... Probably... I will ask a question. You played 1.6? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Remember, he was playing in 1.6. He was one of the... Like in the best, best team players. in Finland. Not Lurpus. And his <laughs> first, <laughs> he, I, I would say he's his first name is Juna. I don't what? think. What? Juna Leppanen. Bro, this ah. guy is disqualified. He's, he's disqualified. He's <laughs> disqualified. <laughs> Who? Nato. Yes. Exactly. Oh. He's still in. He's still in. The game show's going well. We're nailing it. All right. Jersey, you're up next. What is the name of the creature on your on the Ents jersey? Uh, Enceladus. Easy. That's, that's correct. Cool. All right. All right. You're up next, Hair. <laughs> I got to think of a new question for you. God damn it. Um, he has a party astronauts today. He does. That's for yeah, man. Yeah, why not? I oh, guess. American. Let's go down to party. All right. I have to think of a good question about Ents that uh, I can come up with. It. This is the worst method. What was, the, was the last uh, big tournament that they won before Dallas? Ents. <laughs> I'm going to brick so my friend here can win. I'm going to say, uh, man, what's a, yeah, yeah, the, uh, here we go. C CCT North Finals 2, of course. <laughs> good answer, good answer, good attempt. Not correct, not correct. All right. Probably all right. All that's right. A, that's a good mate. That's a good mate. Um, well, we already tried doing old school Finnish Counter-Strike players, and that was too hard. So we're, we're going we're gonna to stay away from that here. So we have two left. Maybe one of them can answer the question. No, there's a new way to do it. It's okay. a really good way. It's a really good way to do things. Are you doing called, rock, paper, scissors? It's called look for a coin to toss, but I don't have one. Uh, that's the game. Who's got a coin? I have. I have no, what right. is this? I have something. All right. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. So it's between the two of you. We're going to go with, uh, this is a euro, as we all know. Uh, we're going to go with a number, which we would call tails in Australia. And we're going to go with this bloody looking bird. I don't know. Maybe it's an eagle. We'll call that heads. Uh, now, glasses, you get to call. You want heads or tails? Heads. Heads? Heads for glasses. Tails. You're the winner. Yes. Look, see how easy that is? <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, there we go. Uh, I just, I made it really difficult to give stuff away. All right, all right, all right. Well, uh, you know we, what's great? Yeah? I gave you two euros, you gave me one back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to go to an ad. Croatia entered the Eurozone and he's already greedy, man. Ah? Uh? Sorry? 
Oh, yes. Yeah, we might need to get it checked. Uh, regardless, nerds, thank you for joining us here this evening. Thank you, guys. And uh, we're going to run our break. Be right back. <laughs> Best esports odds. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO matching tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. Do you want to change your boring old skins for awesome new ones fast, without losing a lot of value, and without the risk of getting scammed? Go to TradeIt.gg and safely trade your items within 60 seconds. Just select which items you want to trade from your inventory and choose whatever skin you want from TradeIt's inventory. Click Trade, verify the trade on Steam, and you're good to go. With the biggest inventory available for the lowest trading fees on the market, TradeIt.gg is your go-to whenever you want to play with new skins. All right, we're back. Now, uh, most of our live audience is out getting some drinks, which is fine. Everyone is all good. We can keep chilling. But uh, yeah. Striker and I will be we lied, a, we lied a little bit about those, those five minutes. Yeah. But, but look, we're, we're going to keep things easy for the, for the next few minutes. It's, it's a loose five. So what we'll do in this... Oh, we've got... That's the... That's, you bought that today. Brand, oh, okay. From the goodie bag. I, so that means you've got some primo seating, huh? Okay, Nice. Yeah, all right. Do they still do? Do they still do the? They used to call them like the global elite lounges. Do, are they still those? Okay. I, I, saw, I was in the arena today. I was having a look around. It was looking pretty nice in there. Okay, so it's a bit of a retro throwback. All right, that's nice. That, well, that's an event tee as well. I saw today for some people, I don't know how many people, but I was at the, the Langsess today. Yeah. And there's the ESO shop. It's big green building this year. And they already had like fans. Oh, it's right in front of the, the arena, right? Yeah, and yeah, people yeah. would Because this is one of the things that's cool. Yeah, that's the, that's the champion hoodie right there. He went with the in-game leader model. Look at this, we're nice. showing off all the merch. Oh, yeah, I mean, I actually like that. Yeah, I like the new merch. The HL TV the... stuff's in there, is in their shop. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. they've got the HL TV yeah. gear in there. We need to get uh, some. We need to get like a men's shirt. A men's shirt? Yeah, like with the I faces. Mean, we kind of do have. Well, I mean, we have the the shirt with all the all the lines. Yeah, all, yeah, that's um, true. That's true. All that stuff. So we kind of have a men's shirt. That yeah. Okay. I have it here somewhere, but. Um, now what we're gonna do is in the interim while we wait for everybody to trickle back in, uh, I'll see what Twitch chat is doing. If anybody in Twitch chat has an interesting question, maybe we have some crazy stuff going on where someone in Twitch chat is a friend of someone in the audience. Imagine oh. if we could like have that crazy overlap, right? That yeah. would be something. Set up, set up some, set up two people on a date or something. Well, okay. Well, I think we already had that attempted, didn't we? Uh, who else is in chat right now? All right. People are, people are type. Come on, people. They're normally typing out crazy right now. It's very quiet. Why did Valve have to do EG so dirty? <laughs> Twitch man. chat's really good. Yeah, it's you really. You've had it coming Sorry, guys. for years, man. Now you're all right. Well, we're, a we're, we're for the bathroom. Exactly. So it's all good. We're just going to chill for a bit. You know what's funny about this? You know, imagine if ESL actually, you know, ESL and Blast actually did 
fucking kick out EG for being shit for for some Oh, and years then in this row. happened. Maybe, maybe if they like made it better teams, you know. You yeah. Know, you, oh, yeah. You right. Be here now. That's true. If only good teams played. The thing is, like, if if it was only ESL doing what the ESL are doing, maybe it wouldn't be as Rob, egregious, yeah. and maybe it wouldn't reach this point. Like, it is a completely reasonable thing to think. That's true. Like the way Blast operated did really. It, like ick people extra more than than ESL did, yeah. um, and I mean a lot of people. A lot of people didn't even realize that ESL were inviting some of the partners for other stuff. Then yeah, probably, you know. So I mean, and, and people started complaining. Not just people, not just us. Even though we are somewhat relevant, I would say. But it's also like if all the players are tweeting like from other teams, like oh, yeah. this is bullshit. This ranking doesn't mean anything. Then you know that then it touches valve i feel like then 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 they start realizing like that whole it has an impact is kind of incestuous to some degree and it's not really conducive to finding the best teams consistently especially yeah with what and especially then we get the major where we get all of these teams in the playoffs yes. that are like who the fuck are they in back-to-back -back majors as yeah. well right where they're a bit more randy so yeah. i think that definitely helped the cause for people to go in this direction twitch chat wanted one of uh want us to reference fog fog Oh, that's him. Le legend. Wait. Oh, oh really? Oh. You know Ford yeah. for yeah. yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. Well, sorry, X. That's the new platform, right? Okay, so we had him on already. Yeah. Oh, all right. Shout out. Fair enough. Uh, well, I guess. Are we, re are we ready to... Shout uh, out to a Cucumber. That's also a Finnish user. Oh, it is? Is that... Is that Cucumber? Okay, that has a Cucumber on it. Wow, <laughs> I never thought I'd see a show with the cucumber. All right, the things you the things you learn in Cologne. All right, he's uh, a cucumber, Rick. Now our next guests, yeah, right, because I know we I know we have some people in the bathroom. They can slowly start filtering yeah. back in. Just as I'm going to slowly get to the introduction of our next set of guests here. Yeah, uh, we have some representation from G2. Now Zvonimir. Yeah, it took me several years to learn how to say your first name correctly. Yeah, can you, you help didn't even me? Try. I didn't. But I do. I can. I do. Zvonimir. 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 I got it now. You want me to do uh, pizza? One more time. Pizza. And again. Pizza. So you're telling me the C is not really a C? No, it is a C. Kind you're of literally saying C is not a C when you want to pronounce C K. Do you understand how English is the worst language in existence? What me and this bloke right here in the front row, mate, you think we got any fucking problems with the English language, no. mate? <laughs> I'd watch a lot, you know. The Australian language, though. It's a bit I mean. like Tatanito. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, That's the problem, right? Uh, it, it yes, and uh, that was also another difficult one because I'm thinking cha cha, right? Yeah. But it's that's like T S. Yeah. You got, it, you got it right. That's how, like, in the Balkan C is pronounced, like T. So how much else have I been getting wrong my entire life? Everything. Um, All the time. Okay. Well, the manager of G2 named... Peta. And the coach... Swanee. That one I could have done. Come on down. <laughs> Hopefully they heard us. They here heard. they come. They heard. All go. right. Uh, where do we want to seat them? Do we want to put one of them here, one of them here? What are we thinking? How are you doing, man? How are you going? G'day, g'day. Um, I'm going to grab this microphone up here as well. Gentlemen, take a seat wherever you want. I'm grabbing an extra mic. Hopefully this is fine. No one told me if I can do this or not, but I'm going to do it. You can do whatever you want, man. Swanee, you need this. This is important for you. We're going to talk to you. Now, uh, Thank you. Sprechen Sie Deutsch, bitte? Yeah. Genau. Sehr gut. Yeah. Uh, the Germans. <laughs> there's, one, there's one. It's good. Auf geht's, Junge. Auf geht's, Digga. 
Now, uh, you're the only one who gets to represent Germany in the arena. How do you feel about that? Exactly. It feels amazing. Yeah. So you're teaching Justin and Monacy and everyone the words they, they, they know a lot of words. Yeah? Or the bad ones? The good ones. The good ones. Okay. <laughs> like, deine Organs in Vistana. Exactly. Yeah. So you still got that one. Haven't forgotten how to say that one. Now, look. Uh, Coach G2 right here. Manager of G2 down the end. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining us this evening. But the manager, we have to turn to some very important questions, mate. Where are the players? Where were they? Sorry? Where are the players? Where are the players? Yeah. What are they doing right now? Bro, I'm still feeling kind of dizzy. Like, uh, we went to some mini golf, like 3D mini golf. I'm too old for that. So I think I've been there on a date before. Yeah, it, it was cool. It was cool. So they went to the hotel. They're playing some face-its, playing DM. So, yeah. Oh, they're right practicing? Here. Yeah. What are you doing? Mini golf into interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so, the life of a coach. So the things are going for, for quite well for you then, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. So uh, look, maybe Swanee, we could start with you because uh, as the only German representative uh, that we have uh, in the Langsas, uh you know, you're, you're flying the flag here for the team. So what's, what's Swanee's story, right? Because we know that you were the analyst and then yep. you get the promotion up to being the coach and well, you've won a couple trophies in, in that time frame. So things are be pretty good. Yeah. But if we wanted to know about your journey, because... Look, mate, coaches and analysts, you know, we, we don't really know, first of all, where they come from and what they get up to unless it's like Zonic, right? Yeah. So what's the Swanee story? Uh, the story is pretty simple. I started with Alternate Ethics in 2015. Okay, that one everyone German, should know. The German Germany, should know, yeah. Uh, with Crispy. Ah, yes, okay. okay. Uh, Tizian, Fuson, it was a pretty good lineup. Yes. Uh, then we won like this um, VESG. Okay. Remember it? WESG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Against, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Eternal Fire. Yep. 2015. It was like one of oh, the only shit. German uh, German teams at one event. Okay. And I just did it for fun. All right. <laughs> like he just asked me randomly if I wanted to help them because we knew each other a pretty long time ago. Yeah. And he just asked me, hey, do you want to help us a bit? I was like, yeah, because I never had the ambition to play. I never had the ambition to be an analyst or something. Okay. He just asked me and then I just kind of slipped into it. Slipped into being a coach of G2. Essentially. Yeah, as an analyst. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And here I am. <laughs> So you went from that alternate attack stuff. Were you around the German scene a bit more, or when did you breach out into into more uh, international war? Uh, I went international pretty instantly. I went to Liquid. It was like Liquid was one of the first oh, teams damn, yeah. who looked for an analyst. Mm -hmm. It was like 2017, and from there I went even more international to SK with mm -hmm. Fallen and everyone, and then I kept going Brazilian Furia, mm -hmm. and then I went to G2 for three and a half years now. So you've had a lot of influences into you as an individual in the way you see Counter-Strike. Yeah, exactly. I think I had uh, very good people to learn from. I yeah. had Zeus, I had Fallen, even though I didn't understand a lot back from the time. <laughs> Speaking Portuguese the whole time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like uh, even I had Malek, I had Remy. Okay. Like I had really good people to learn from and take the best out of all the worlds and kind of create my own style. Okay. What's time, what time are you in Liquid? What uh, 2017, 2018. Oh, okay, not 2019. No. no. Well, you not set them up. winning everything. Yeah, you set them up. I set them up for success. And then you, then you right. got out. It's so <laughs> a good way to go. There's plenty of ways to skin a cat, right? Okay, so you've, you've had an awful lot of experience over your tenure. Now Now you're at G2, yep. you get the promotion to being the coach. What's the biggest difference from being the analyst to being the coach? Well, I guess trust that you have to lead the day-to-day -day operations. You have a lot more responsibilities. You have to make the team kind of work on a personal basis mm -hmm. because as an analyst, you know, you just do the tasks that you are given, but now you have to create the tasks kind of. Do you have a, an analyst of your own now? No. So you do all that stuff still yourself? Yeah. So the same way and the new responsibilities of being yeah. a coach for the team. Okay. But it's working pretty well. We're working on that though. Yeah. 
No, I imagine that's one of the things that you have to balance, right? Because even though you've been doing the analyst role and the coach role has existed for some time, it's still a role that's constantly developing, that we're <laughs> learning, that, and is especially unique to each team or each yeah. group of players. So I imagine that balance is quite delicate. Yeah, it's pretty hard because when you're alone, like sometimes you prepare so much for opponents that you forget to look at yourself and your reads, you know? Okay. Because we have opponents like in a tournament every other day and I cannot do always look at ourselves, look at the opponent, prepare, it's kind of hard. So it's definitely hard to balance sometimes. Okay. And this is interesting, right? Because we don't normally have a manager and a coach. We normally maybe with a coach and an in-game leader and we talk about that type of dynamic. But what's the relationship like with you as... I guess you're looking at top-down operational stuff. You need to support him. You need to support the team. You need to help everybody. Well, I, I don't even know where I'd start with the job, mate. You want to you give us a bit of an understanding of the day-to-day? -day? I mean, honestly, our job, like I have an assistant manager. I'm the general manager of the team besides uh, owning the big schedule and uh, owning the contractual stuff and basically the, the whole roster. Making sure the they got their jerseys on. Exactly. If they don't, the sponsors and, uh, need to be fucking happy. Making the decisions about the roster, roster moves, contracts, okay. everything around that. Uh, also, trying to assist Swanee on a day-to-day basis and to make sure that the players can, you know, just uh, focus on what they do the best. So, it's our job to make their job easier. So, that's, that's what you've just said there, though. I mean, his, his job is Niak's old job. He's, he's taken over from Niak. Yeah, but with, with Niak there, I looked at him as more facilitating the team with the statement you've just given like big picture decisions, you're talking about roster stuff, I'm sure you, you talk to the players and you consult them and those things will happen, but in the sense that if you're a decision-making force in that, you tell the org, yo, this guy's not performing well, we need to look at this, right? You're talking yeah. to the other teams and players. That right there like, is more of a traditional GM and a traditional sport role. Is it going more that way in your position? Yeah, I mean, we're combining both. Like, uh, you know, it's kind of sometimes hard because you travel all the time with the boys. Mm. Like, you spend 24 hours mm. with them as well. You need to be... You need to have the right balance between being their friend and being their boss in the same time. So, yeah, uh, it's hard to find the balance, but you need to do both jobs at the same time. It's, it's, there is not a, a, a good description of the job. You, know? you basically do everything. It's whatever needs to be done. Yeah, exactly. But I, I want to ask this, and, and tell me if this is out of school here, but like, if I was in your position yeah. and like, Justin was in the team, mm -hmm. I am obviously have a bit of a soft spot for Justin, yeah, right? of course. Do, do you have the same thing with Nico and Hunter, or do you have to be a bit more hard? Like, I, I say I have a soft spot, but also if Justin plays average, uh, I think he played shit, right? If Justin played great, I think he played amazing. You have higher expectations. E exactly, right? But, like, yeah, I'm curious. Like, that, that dynamic with, with Hunter, Nico, yourself, like, is, is that something that you have to walk, tread a bit more carefully, or you've made these clear boundaries? Honestly, like when I joined this team, I said to myself and uh, I promised to the management and to everyone around me and to myself that uh, I will not make any boundaries or, or, or um, any decisions based on nationalities yeah. or, you know, uh, knowing someone good or, you know, whatever. Um, the, 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 the ultimate goal is known. Like, we want to be the best team in the world and I don't care whether, you know, uh, I'm working with Nico, with Hunter, Huxi, or Justin. They're all, or Monesi, obviously. Like they're all the the same to me. Even though obviously I know Hunter the best. I used to work with him back in Valiant's days. I was the guy who brought him the first professional contract. Yeah. And uh, it feels good to see uh, how well he evolved as a player. And obviously I I know Nico as well. Like uh, for a long time. But other than that, like um, they're all the same to me. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the things, right? And I in in 
I think Counter-Strike, especially this world, with people who are qualified to understand how to do certain things, you need to have experience. And if you have experience, it means you have baggage with other people. And then you can like, you see these overlaps. Oh, this guy used to play with this guy. He knew this guy or whatever. Yeah. And, and that's where those distinctions, like we know in the real world, like a lot of us when we work, like when I worked, when I was, you know, doing plumbing stuff, well, we're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the boss's place first, aren't we? You know, the job might you or know the, or the mate of the boss. Exactly, or, you know. right? You know, you're not gonna go to just some general customers, you're gonna go to the boss's place. So but and those things all exist in the real world. And just imagine a counter-strike thing where mood, like mood is king. Like that's one of the hardest things I imagine to be able to balance is because you already have like with Justin, back in the day, you used to get him a Mars bar and a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts and you're good. He's gonna drop you thirty, right? But Good old days. Right? And now I imagine it's not that easy. Like now I imagine there's a lot more that goes into it. And because you know these people, you tend to default to the traps to get you out of problems quicker. Right? Yeah. Whereas you need to build a structure and a team and everything that operates professionally. And well, you guys look pretty schmick in your, uh, your new outfits Thank here. Thank you. you know? So that if you're all really walking nice. around in these, you're, you're already setting the tone. Do you make the boys walk around this in their hotel rooms and stuff? Or do they get to wear civvies? They get to wear casual wear. They, they get to wear whatever they want, uh, uh, unless, you know, it's not uh, off the brand. So, okay. yeah, whatever they feel comfortable in. But you guys are one of the teams who do probably, and this is not hugely CS and the server related, but you guys are one of the, the teams who seem to be most in touch with putting content out for the brand. Like, and that, and, and I imagine that's a unique challenge in itself because I know players don't all love media days. We do oh, several sure. media days, right, throughout an event like this, and they're not always happy. And just like, we're all not always happy. So I imagine that as well as just, these are the things that people don't even see or think about from a day-to-day Counter-Strike basis that are all happening. And you have to deal with all the bullshit like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge challenge, you know, coming into uh, um, that facilitated org that is, uh, you know, focused that much on creating content. Mm. And obviously all of the fans are used to seeing so, so much quality. And content. no players want to make content. Exactly. Especially not Hunter. Exactly. And then, you know, everyone expects results. So you need to make a balance, you know. Yeah. Uh, you do some content, then you scream, and uh, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, the 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 most important thing is is uh, will and will always be uh, uh, competitive results. So uh, that is something that our content crew is not very keen on. Whenever I tell them, "Yo, we cannot do media day today," but we're uh, trying to win, yeah, guys. It's all about yeah. the balance, you know. Yeah, for sure. Have you had to have you had to make a roster change yet? Yeah, you joined right after the most recent one happened, right? I mean, I didn't personally make any roster moves yet, uh, but uh, I can. You also didn't make roster moves, which is a decision in itself. Yes, exactly. Mm. But uh, I have to say that I didn't join in the in the most beautiful moment and of uh, G two esports since years ago, to be honest, because uh, at the moment when I joined. Um, the team didn't qualify to Rio. Yeah. The situation was a bit dire. We just lost our head coach. So we had to kind of start from scratch with, uh, you know, creating all of the structure, um, you know, aligning on the values and basically uh, setting the goals and setting the tone for the, for the future. And I think it worked out pretty decent so far. I, I imagine you were involved with uh, getting this guy up to, to the role of head coach, right? We, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like we spoke with uh, a lot of people, but at the end of the day, we decided to stick with someone who uh, is dedicated, who is willing to learn, who is passionate about the game and who knows the players really good. So, I mean, he still have a lot of room to improve, obviously, and we're working day to day uh, with Swanee to understand, you know, how better can he become. And so far, he's doing a great job. And... I'm pleased to 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 having him next to me. 
Thank you. Nice. <laughs> you know, it's always nice to say some nice things. Uh, now, while we've got everybody's hands moving, and we'll see how many keep clapping, uh, who thinks... Uh, well, actually, let's start like this. We'll, uh, we'll establish the room first. Any G2 fans? <laughs> okay, about as many G2 fans as Ents fans, actually. Uh, so you guys seem underrepresented here. Let's try... Let, let me try this one. Who thinks G2 are going to win the whole thing? Okay. Well, Sounded a bit loud. better, just, to be it honest. Just louder. It was just, it was just louder that time. So the jury's still a little bit out, which I think is kind of telling of G2. Do we, yeah. yeah, I just want to say, what do we think about the, the arena? Is, is Swanee going to sway the crowd, you know? Oh, do you I think will, you're going to get all the support? Yeah. I will try my best. I will maybe bring a German flag and kind of manipulate the crowd, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for you sure. Have to do your best and, yeah. The standard tactics. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is the thing, you know, you, get, you may as well play up to it while you're there. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, um, I have a question. Yeah. Just building on on what what Petsa said here. I mean, he was talking about improvements and all that stuff. Uh, and I mean, everybody likes to to talk about what they what they are good at, what they they mm. they like excel at. What do you think is are the things that you know Petsa was talking about improving? What do you think is the biggest focus for you to to improve at the moment? And I'm gonna give you a stare now. I mean, I've <laughs> uh, what I have to improve on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What I have to improve on is definitely being like harsher and being like more of a bad guy because I was always the assistant coach, the analyst, and usually those guys are like the good guys to the players, you know. And the head coach is usually the bad guy. And when I slipped into the role, I kind of have to learn how to be a bad guy, how to be strong to them, like having a strong voice and saying and setting the boundaries because that's pretty hard sometimes because you still want to have a good relationship with them, right? And you want to make the team work. So for me, it's really up to, especially in practice days, to say, guys, stop. Like, sometimes we troll a bit. And then, like, uh, saying to people, hey, guys, stop, focus and shit. And it's pretty important for me to learn how to be harsh to people. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that's one. And I imagine when you just transition from that, it's, it's also that distinction for them. You kind of are uh, having to show a shift in you as a human, right? I guess they, but yeah. that's the thing that you have as a positive in this team. And it's also... I imagine one of the negatives of this roster too, but the age of it is a bit more mature than some of the other teams, right? Like you're an older yeah. roster, which also shortens your the longevity of this team. Like it's got a smaller window to win, which I imagine maybe played into the factors of not changing players. So, but them being older probably helps for them to understand your job and how to how to be there for you as well, right? You have players who I, I want to hope here. I'm, I'm talking out of my ass. Surely they're mature, right? These guys are more like adults. We got what, yeah. 27, 28 on some of them. Justice uh, 27. Rasmus is 28. Nico is 25, 26. Six. 26. Yep. Yeah, Rasmus is the oldest with 28. Yep. So they 28. So yeah. Yeah. So everybody should be able to talk eight. to each other like adults at that age, right? Yeah, Vilia, who is 18. <laughs> yeah. yeah so he's keeping a balance. Yeah, he's pretty so, mature. Yeah. Is, is he mature like that from the outside? He seems pretty mature for his age. Monacy. I mean, he's really good at like handling feedback. Like he doesn't have ego at all. Like he takes critique really well. Mm -hmm. Whenever you talk with him, whenever you watch something, like he's never really giving you shit back, so he's pretty mature in this area. But yeah, obviously he's still a kid, you know, like he wants to play face it more than he wants to watch a demo, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. But, but he's mature for his age for sure. Like But the good thing about Ilya, like he really wants to improve. Like every day he's asking for feedback. He he's, you know, speaking with a lot of uh, players with Swanee and especially like Nico is his role model, you know, so he listens a lot to him and that's a good thing about him, and I think he, he has a really bright future in, in front of him just because of the fact that he constantly wants to do better. Mm. So, yeah. We had an interview with him, uh, I think, a couple of days ago at the media day, and he was saying something about 
you know, when he first joined the team, you know, he had Jax in the in the team, you know, and I'm, I mean, I guess you can speak to this better a little bit because at least you were around the team at the time, you know. But now, obviously, you know, there's this big gap. At the time, Jax obviously is also much older, but at least there was this kind of like we're both new to speaking English, all this stuff, you know, there was there was a big vibe between them. Is it difficult to manage the the massive age gap that is between him and the rest of the team in any way? Or do you think they're good at, you know, kind of including him? They're really good at including him. I think there's never really a gap or anything. They're like, everyone is like, loves each other. I feel like, like we could go on vacation together, you know, like we could do everything together. I feel like, and no one really sees even the age gap because we're all so passionate about the game. And like now we go mini golfing together. We're having a lot of fun. Like you've activated my trap card here, Swanee. Okay. You have oh. a very moody team on the cameras. So if everything's so good at the uh, in the romance, you know, yeah. the honky dory, I think we'd call it where I'm from. If everything's great, why why sometimes do we have a bunch of moody bitches in the server, mate? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is true. I mean, I guess it's a pretty double-edged sword, right? When you get hyped and you feel the game and everything is going well, everyone is happy. But when you start losing, we were just like our own enemy, especially during the USA trip, Washington and Dallas. We were like our own enemy and we just lost to ourselves and we had really bad energy. But I think you saw now uh, during our Cologne run, like everyone was really hyped. Like Rasmus is bringing a lot of energy. Mm. I'm trying my best to push them up a lot when someone has a good round. And we were just talking a lot because we weren't really on the same page during this event. Mm. And we just had to get our values straight, our vision, like what we want from each other. And so you locked everybody in a room and you... Yelled at each other. Uh, yeah, that's the question. How did you how did you turn it around? If okay. if I can just follow up on this one, like you all have to admit that the first part of the season has been pretty long, and like uh, for this this season. Yes, for the first part of the season. Yeah, well, like, two weeks of the blast already, and then you guys were practicing like a week before, so that's already. No, 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 no. I, I'm saying about the beginning of the year. Oh, six months. okay. And like, sorry, I thought you know, okay. starting yeah, yeah, yeah. with 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 uh, uh, like we started off with the boot camp, then we went to. Uh, blast, blast group. group stages, and then we went to Katowice, and obviously we won it. And uh, then the expectations were set really high. Mm. We also set our goals really high. We wanted to, to to qualify for the playoffs of the major. We wanted to win that major. And uh, then when we failed uh, to succeed, to, to follow that goal, then, you know, some somehow it all fell apart. And um, I don't know if I'm not an expert to say if that's a burnout, or, uh, you know, just uh, too much of a pressure to the players, too, too, too many travel days. Sure, yeah, we did skip uh, uh, Brazil. Mm. But uh, then again, it's been a wild ride for us. We had two boot camps. We had so many events to, to, to play on. And then ultimately, you know, we failed to capitalize on, on the last part of, 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 you know, the first part of 2023. Yeah. So you must be happy, though, like with that in mind that, in the future, the majors will get moved to the end of the season. Do you think that will yeah. solve a lot I of the problems? I think that's a good decision, to be honest. Yeah, some people don't like it, but uh, I think, you know, it's the major, it's the crown of the season, yeah. you know? So you need to focus on that. You need to build up to that point where you actually go out there, you know, and show what, what, what you're worth of and, you know, what did you work on uh, uh, for the whole season in order to get there. Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that's like a big conversation we have all the time here, yeah. how, the, how it's going to pan out in a year. Prof, I mean, you got a question? Yeah, just talking about that kind of the end of the season. Obviously, you said wasn't great the NA, the two NA uh, events, and also the major wasn't what you expected. Yeah. Um, everyone was calling for not everyone. A lot of people are calling for a change. 
I mean, let's be real. Like 90% of the people were calling. Yeah, and that, that is how it is in Counter Strike, yeah. right? If you if you don't uh, do your goals and the next two events after that, which from my perspective, completely reasonable why you're not doing well, because like the main event that you wanted to win, you didn't win. Yeah. These events are kind of pointless. They're not pointless, but they're also like it, it, you. <laughs> I don't want to say, but you can't really get excited about this stuff. I mean, right? I, I agree and don't agree. Like all events are important for us. Yes. But then it's also I agree with you because it's hard to push the players to. You know, reinvent something to, ob uh, to observe the, the the one event the same as the major yeah. Katowice or I mean, Cologne, especially when Dallas comes like literally the week after and yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Fade from like the disappointment right into that. I mean, so did yeah. you? The question is, did you consider roster changes? This is for both of you as as the coach and as yeah. the as I the mean, pizza. I mean, <laughs> to, to be honest, we did have talks. We did have multiple talks with several players, um, and I'm go not gonna say any names. Uh, but uh, yeah, we did consider roster changes, but at the end of the day, uh, we discussed it with every single individual in the team that we potentially wanted to replace and just decided as a team and as the management group uh, to, to give them another chance to, because they deserved it. I mean, they have proven to themselves, they have proven to us, they have proven to the world what they are capable of. And we needed that click again in order to, to, to start uh, uh, doing good again. So what we did at the beginning of this season, after the, the, the holiday break, um, we just uh, went to Copenhagen. We observed that event as the boot camp. And uh, we just sit down and discuss, like, what are the things that we need to improve on? And let's try to, you know, instead of putting the big goals on, on, on the whiteboard, let's try to divide them in the small goals and then focus on them one step at a time. Yeah. Let's try to improve this, that. So this means instead of the goal being like, let's win the major, the goal is let's be better at trading kills. Exactly, or, stuff like exactly. That. And I think that's the, that's the way to go, like uh, especially in this environment, because if you position your goals too high, it's always you know, really hard to, to, to achieve those. And if you don't achieve those, then you're just you know, uh, ending up depressed or sad that you, know, you, 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 you just put your goals too high. And then when you divide them to the small goals that are achievable, you can see improvement every day. And it motivates you, it uh, makes the team atmosphere better, and it forces you basically to, to do better overall. Is this a shift in atmosphere in general at, at G2? I mean, of, like in the past, like and whenever we, we heard, obviously, well, I, I will have to say also a lot, you know, who was the one who was driving a lot of this? Um, was like we just need to win. Like we have to win. I mean, we when, have to when be a team that wins. When you signed Monacy, it was like this is the guy that's gonna win the next major. You sign know? him, sign it's him, like, sign him, sign him, sign him. That's my. We had a really good meme going on with that. By yeah. the way, it's my favorite in joke sign that I have Monesi. with my other Sean Monash. No one else gets that here. That's fine. Sorry, guys. But my it's point is me. about the pressure, right? I mean, that's that 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 is a clear change from what you're talking about. Uh, not you know putting the pressure so much on the players, like like that. Let's win the major. You know, it's more like about these little increments. I mean, to be honest, I got some gray hair already. I never had them before. <laughs> so the pressure right now is, is on me and on the staff crew. And uh, I mean, decision will come from our side at the end of the day, obviously in cooperation with the higher ups, but they do have a lot of trust. If I mean, if I'm even able to say ultimate trust in, in us, and we have just made a decision to rather stick with what we have and create a stability in the team then to try out something new, you know, every time something doesn't work out. Because we trust this group of people. And as I said, like, they have proven that, first of all, they're all hard workers, they want to win, and uh, uh, they know how to win. We've proven that already, no?
Katowice. We'll get you a look. If you show up in Cologne and you get the two big ones, you just can't win a major this year. So you can't do what Carrigan did. What do you win instead? Can you win anything else? You win Pro League. There's not a, not a lot of teams that won both Katowice and Cologne. That's true. So they're still going to quite a club. I wasn't trying to downplay it. I was trying to see how they could build it up and make it better. <laughs> I know there's no major, but yeah, look, we're dealing with what we can around here. Gentlemen, we got to, um, we're actually flying through the time. Is it actually 10 to 10? Wow. I don't wow. know, like, because my time's been wrong all day today. So is it actually 10 to 10? Oh, it is actually 10 to 10. Bloody hell. Okay. Well, uh, oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, I wanted to ask some questions here, right? But we already asked about, like, how moody the players can be from time to time. And it's unlocking them. And we've heard that the mood is better in the camp at the moment this time around. And the results definitely, uh, we're seeing that. You're straight in towards the semifinals. Now you have a couple of off days. Like, how do you make sure that the mood stays in that? Like, I imagine you guys don't even know how to quantify it. Like, when you go into every day, you don't know what you're going to get or you, you can, there's signs that you can tell things are going to be a bit rough. Because Hooksy, as a guy who's a good in-game leader, he's a good in-game leader. He doesn't seem like he has any faith in himself. I, w- I want to shake him sometimes. I just want to say, man, like, you're good. Like, why, why, do you, why, why do you have so much self-doubt? And that's just from me picking up from the aura of him sometimes. I mean, he's working really hard on himself. And in the past, he did the mistake of trying to work on 10 things at the same time. Mm. And now he figured out that, okay, maybe I have to work on two things. Maybe like uh, calling confident, because it makes a big difference in how his call sounds, you know. Mm. If it sounds confident, even though it might not be the best call. And then just like one more little thing, like how he positions himself. Rather than then also trying to deathmatch for two hours and then doing this on the other side. Now he's focusing on two or three things and he's doing okay. a really great job. Like for now he's focusing on being a better teammate and he's doing really well. Like his energy is up. He's calling really well. He's sounding super confident. And this just lifts up uh, the other players instantly so much. Like Because obviously they follow him, right? He's but that's the his here. role. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's yeah. who the team looks to, to exactly. be that. So and like that's what we're trying to do at the moment. Just focusing on two or three points. Like Petsa also said, like, we don't focus on winning like the tournaments in three months. We focus on being a better team by focusing on two or three little bullet points. And like this is why we are doing pretty well right now. Like we focus a lot on macro right now, like how we move as a unit, especially on CT side, that we are always strong on one side, that we push together, that we don't play too 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 much. And it's like those little things that and then we see that it works really well in practice and this instantly gives this confidence. Because we were missing confidence. Everyone said they're lacking confidence. And you only gain confidence by seeing that we actually progress in practice and everything. Okay. Yeah. So that's it like we are just focusing on little things and it shows up really well. All right, nice. All right, well, uh, we've got a couple of other matches before we get to your semifinal. Do you guys want to help us? Do you, wanna, do you, do you have an opinion on who you think is going to win these games? Cloud9 versus Vitality? Oh, this one is really, really Coach rough. Swanee, what do you think? I think Vitality will win it. But okay. Cloud9, they never played with Exile in officials. Did so you ever, did you practice them much? Not with Exile. We didn't play them with Exile. Oh, okay. No, we didn't. I heard they were smashing everyone. Did you hear that's that? The, that's the word on the street. In I practice, apparently, Cloud9 owning everyone. In, we, we were smashing a lot of people on At least as well. So we don't count Scrimbucks. They don't count around here. We can't cash anything with Scrimbucks. Okay, so you think Vitality can win that one? Yeah. Then I feel like Heroic Astralis is a little bit easier. I feel like most people would be leaning Heroic's way. Do you think Astralis can win? I think Astralis is a really good team right now. Like, I was pretty happy that we beat them as well because when Close you see game. devices playing insane and I think all the new additions are really good as well. So I think it's not that easy. And Heroic is known to not be that good in the arena as well. So is, you, you think Astralis will win? Yeah. Yeah? Astralis will win. So Astralis upset? Yeah. Okay. All right. Upset. All right. I like that. Now, gentlemen, here first. we're bringing back. 
Yeah, just Skin wanted to ask some questions. Oh, Skinionaire. Okay. Skinionaire. Okay. And that, then we can do questions. questions. With your, your audience? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to do Skinionaire, everybody. It's back. We only didn't do it for what? A week? Two weeks? Something Maybe like three. that. Something like that. But we got a new sponsor. Sales teams working hard. They're working out there. We're going to do Skinionaire right now. So we're going to have five questions, multiple choice. The two of you can work together. Striking can be your lifeline. Actually, use the audience your lifeline if you need it. Uh, this one is brought to you by Trade.gg. Uh, I'm sure everyone is familiar with how this thing works. Uh, we got, what are the, what's the questions, Prof? What are they based uh, upon? I don't even remember, honestly. All right, it's well, been a long day. Screw it. Let's get into it then. It's like Cologne, maybe some G2 stuff, some, something like oh, that. No. Uh, there'll probably be some memes in here then. Uh, all right, let's get into this. Lucas, question number one. Flyer in for us, would you, mate? Uh, including coaches, how many Germans competed at this year's IEM Cologne? Yeah, this one is for you, for sure. Five, seven, or nine? Uh, Tapsen? Grimbo? <laughs> Gop? No, Gop didn't. Gop didn't. Tugux. Does Tugux count as German? Oh. He does. He does. Okay, Tugux. Sensei is Austrian. Yes. Does he count as well? Is no, Austrian German. No, Austrian. Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> you answered your own question. You get to make that decision, I think. You count yourself? Yeah. Five? I think it has to be more than five, no? I don't want to give anything away here. Does anyone want to yell out another German player? I think it's seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to be locking in seven. And the you correct. Said, can you tell me who it is? Yeah, Keto. Ah, uh, Keto. Yeah, right? I forgot Keto. Yeah. How could you forgot Keto, bro? Well, he's not on bigger uh, anymore. Yeah. yeah cool. Fair enough. There you go. Correct Keto. answer is? Who's the seventh one? Has to, Keto is the seventh. Oh, but we, I think we had five, no? Wasn't it Tabson, Crimbo? It was yeah. five from. Rosas. Five from Big. Rosas. Sin. 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 Tugux. Yeah. Swanee. And keep we'll Oh, two gucks. Okay, that's seven. I missed. Okay. There we go. We can, I, I was just. I was like, can I count? I what think was I can. the easiest question. Uh, yeah, meant to be. Um, yeah. Nice. So good luck. Uh, <laughs> let's get in question number two. Here we go. We're still uh, bad in this. In the top six best-rated Cologne group stage players, what percentage is filled by G two players? We're doing we're doing mathematics here this evening. I know that Tilia is number one. Thirty-three percent. is number three. Fifty percent. Okay, so we have two. Three or four. Is it three or four? No, I mean Nico is three or four, so Nico is there for sure. Okay, so yeah. we have Ilya, we have Nico, we have who else? Who else is in the team? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know, I know Hunter is one point twenty-four. I don't know if wow. that's top six. Wow, one point twenty-four is fucking good. I don't know if that's top six. I can't answer, but uh, he's high. <laughs> so you get trolled. Hooks, right hooks in my heart. Yeah, right with the win percentage of rounds, good, but maybe. I think, I think it's one thirty-three, one twenty-seven, one twenty-four for those three. I don't know if all three are there. Oh, but then it's then it's fifty for sure. 50%? Are you locking it in? Let's go with 50. You go, you go. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go. I trust you, bro. You said 50. Yeah, 50. 50. Locking it in. Locking in 50%. Correct answer is 50%. All right. That's good. You had confidence. There you go. All right. Question number three. Need to get this like the lifts in the hotel. G2 missed Cologne in 2019. Why? Qual lost the liquid, oh. roster change, turned down the invite. We didn't turn down the invite. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, roster change or qual loss to liquid. You were in the team back then. Yeah, but 2019. I'm old as fuck. I don't who remember. Won, who won in 2019? I don't even know what the uh, liquid. Liquid won. Liquid won. Liquid won. Okay. They did the uh, uh, Grand Slam 2019. Yep. Does that help you at all? Uh, I guess qualifier loss to liquid. No, roster change just makes no sense, no? 
In 2019, there were roster changes for G2. Yeah, I know, but why would we lose because of that? Why did we lose? Well, you got Because we didn't play or what? I don't know. Prof wrote the Pick something. <laughs> A or B. Let's go to, to qualifier loss to Liquid. It's very specific, isn't it? It feels yeah, like it has to yeah, be that yeah. one. It has to be. Locking in A, Qual lost to Liquid. And the correct answer is... Qual lost to Liquid. Okay. And I'm pretty Thank sure you. what happened... You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Liquid were not going to go to the event. They were doing... Liquid skipped the event. Yeah, they they turned down oh, the yeah. They didn't want to go to Cologne. They turned down the invite. And then they were on the spree to win the Grand Slam in 63 days. So then they realized... There was a last chance qualifier, kind of like a qualifier that was bought, yeah. essentially, yes. by That's GG right. Bet. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then they won that, beating G2 in the final. And then they won the whole thing and, and they won, won the a Grand million Slam. dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an insane story when you think about it. Yeah. Poor G2 Pretty there. Cool. Before your Poor time. G2. Poor G2. Pizza, All right. You have to go now. Sorry? You have to go now, Pizza. Oh, you got to answer one. Yeah. All right. We'll see if this one's for you. All right. Question number... I need what, you. What was it? Three or four? I think it was four. Question number four. four. Which team would have a three-time Cologne champion if they won this year? Heroic, Astralis, or Cloud9? Bro. Bait, bait the audience, bait the audience. Which team would have a three-time Cologne champion if they won this year? I know that Astralis never won Cologne. True. I would say Astralis, but, but never, I'm not sure about it. they never won Cologne. Who? Astralis never won Cologne. Astralis never won Cologne. Never is an organization. They never won Cologne. They never won. Cloud9. Cloud9 won it, but huh? not as Cloud9. You're on the right track. I like your logic. I'm I'll just one say that. Player. Just one player. Just one player. <laughs> ah. Cloud9 because Electronic and Navi. Navi won two times. Oh, true. Navi won two times. Navi won yeah. two times. Yeah. Oh. Locking in C, Cloud9, and the correct answer is C, Cloud9. As I prepared and I oh, started, Astralis never won. Do you know that there's even, you know a, there's even a slight trick in this? There's even a, because most people won't realize this, but Borup, when he was in Heroic, when we were stuck during the pandemic. Won 2020. Col yes, Cologne was online. In 2020, Borup won it with Heroic. But I mean, come on, like you can't count that as Cologne. No, but it's a technicality and I technically know it's, a technicality. it's true. And then the next day, Hunden got banned. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went. All right. Good Famous thing. Zipix uh, tweet, enjoy it while it lasts. Yes, that, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, yeah, that's aged reportedly. Uh, let's go into the fifth and final question here. If who wants to be a skin, you brought to you by trade.gg. Which map was played the most in Cologne so far, 21 times in total? Anubis Inferno or Ancient? Definitely not Anubis because fuck that map. <laughs> yeah. Is it combining the play in and the group? What? I don't know. be it. Ancient. These guys are get. Is it is it the playing and the it sounds group? like ancient to it's me. ancient yeah oh he heard he heard <laughs> all right what you going for let's go with ancient it's ancient locking in C ancient and the correct answer is B no it's not it's not it's definitely not the correct answer actually is ancient so that's all right <laughs> oh really yeah 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 that's a false ending it's, it's kind uh, of a drama it was all intentional uh, it no what happened was what happened was i assume when it was getting filled out one or two things happened prof either gave the wrong answer to lucas or ah lucas never mind inspired. it's lucas he just admitted to it if lucas admits he puts his hands up he says he did it so you got five out of five congratulations nice didn't expect this to be honest the first win of many on the weekend right
you know, this is a flawless victory. Exactly. You got a couple more. Yeah, so, you know, you've, you've picked up in a good way here. But, uh, yeah, I know it was fucking ancient because I think I casted almost every single ancient guy. All I was casting was ancient. Times? I just 21. kept doing, like, play-ins. The first three games I did, I think, were ancient. I was like, how many times can I talk about the same mid-smoke with the mollies at the side on yeah. intro? I was like, A lot of yeah. teams are picking it. Apparently 21 times. Uh, that's the amount. Okay, and our winner is in the bar, uh, Dealer. Dealer, but spelt with two E's, no A, and a lot of R's. Uh, congratulations to Dealer. Our people will reach out to your people. And we'll get you the skin. There you go. Yeah. That's who wants to be the skin in there. Uh, we traded the plan, GG. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we cool. Um, you got the stats, man. You happy with that? Yeah, we just, just, just like 21 times is crazy because I don't know if, even if there, there are 21 matches. Uh, playing is a part of the tournament, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just checking. I'm just checking. All right. Well, uh, gentlemen, thank you very much. Uh, are there any, any, any parting words that you want to give our audience? We, we, uh, just a few questions. Oh, that's right, from the audience. That's yes. right. Sorry, Prof. Be Sorry, man. I have, I have promised here uh, in, the, in the audience we have uh, members of Experian NXT, which is uh, oh, right here. It's funny. over there. So I want... Uh, Let's give them a round of applause. <laughs> Why not? If it's okay with you, Chad, I'll walk, walk over there, let them ask Swanee maybe a question. Yeah, about of course. Like well, they're, they they're, are they, they're German, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, that makes sense. We, yeah. Can, yeah. we can do it in yeah. German. Yeah. I'll, I'll walk over there. Expressions of Deutsch. Uh, uh, maybe they can uh, get some, acquire some knowledge, some wisdom. Okay. The, the G2 coach. I'm going to be interested in what uh, type of questions we have coming out. Firstly, here. you can introduce yourself just, just quickly. Well, hello. Yeah, I'm Jansen, basically, the Ingo leader for the team. Okay. Probably the most experienced one. And yeah. How old are you? I'm 26. Okay, you're, you're the old guy. How old are you? Where are you from? Uh, I'm 16. Okay, what's your name? Adi, how? Sedegas, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm the opa. So. Uh, my name is Cheesy. I'm 18 years old. Okay, so uh, how are you guys doing? What do you need, need to improve on? What, what do you want to ask these gentlemen over here? Well, I think we have a lot, of, lot to improve on. You know, uh, most of them, as well, basically we did a casting, you know, like uh, previously Big Academy did it, but we wanted to do it better and we did it better. Um, oh. And yeah, we casted players, we tried to find out what their strengths are. And we thought that we really need like individually skilled players because everything else we can probably teach them. I think the biggest example of that would probably be Donk. I think you'll probably be insane, he's insane. And they will teach him the other stuff, so that will probably work out. I think Mon they did the same with Monesi, right? He's, he has been insane, his skill ceiling is really high. So they do the same and now we probably teach them. I, for example, worked with Vic as analysts before. So I learned a lot from them. And I think I can teach the other guys some stuff so we can hopefully, hopefully improve steadily and then build a really good academy team. Or like we probably, not really academy team of anything, but you know, they are really young. I'm the old guy, so. Yeah, young team, prospect team. Let's, so what do you think, Swanee, about teaching? Uh, just finding raw, like, good aimers, skilled hey, players, and building them up. Prof, move, put the mic here, right? You can stay with them, but let's okay. put them on camera. Okay, we can do that. Is yeah. there a camera here? Yeah, That's so cool. if you put them right there. Yeah, we got a camera on them right now. This is good. Now you stay, you're all good there. This is perfect. This is great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, come on. Come, sit with us. Right, come cool. on in. Auf geht's. Take a seat. Jungs. Auf geht's, Jungs. All right. Well, well, well. We got, uh, we got some new guests here this evening. Okay, so what can Swanee help you with? What are, what's, what, what's the problems? Tell me, what's the problem? <laughs> I think, well, I'm not, you basically said that Monesi, like, he rather plays face it than watch his demo. Like, do you think, you, do, you just, do you just let him do his thing? Or you th do you, did you find any way to basically get him to watch demos? I think it's very important for young players that they have someone who guides them first to watch demos. 
because sometimes it doesn't make sense for him just to watch a demo, but it has to have a purpose, right? So I think it's really good if you can start by guiding him, and if he sees that, okay, it works, then he will do it by himself, or even with other players. Like, he watches a lot with Nico because they play the same spots, so I think it makes sense that Diorpo is watching with the guy who's playing the spots together, so they have good reactions. Do you feel that the question he's asking here is directed at you, young Orpa lad on the end? Are you, do you like prefer to watch Face It than play demos? Um, probably, yeah. Yeah? So, um, yeah, I'm parking like all the time, like crazy to improve myself. Uh, because I, like last season I played Rifle, and now I just kind of have to come back at the uh, AVP theme, so I'm just uh, kind of playing Face It to improve, and yeah. Okay, get that, so is, that is literally like Monacy, by the way. Didn't he start out as a wrestler? Well, that's uh, why talking about hat trick actually. I mean, he can do both really well. Like he's an insane rifler. Whenever he says I feel it and I want to rifle, like he goes inferno banana and he just kills two. And on pistol round, he just says, "Send me on a mission. I will kill four guys." <laughs> and we just sent him out Mirage. A, all of a sudden, four guys are dead. Like <laughs> oh, we don't sp speak about strats here, so let, let's keep that he's, for the he's server. A, he, he has a, he is really good on going on missions. So let's let's go this way, Swanee. Right. So let. A Monacy demo is probably not the best demo for an up-and-coming Orpa to want to watch because they're going to have to watch this kid just flicking everywhere, right? And that's, I assume, not what you teach Monacy. What you teach Monacy is how to be more <laughs> like a device, right? Or more like a, an Orpa that can work with... Is, is, so if you were to pick an Orpa, what type of Orpa would you recommend to watch to learn to play better Counter-Strike? I mean, first of all, I don't like to say that uh, a player like Monacy has should watch device because I want him to be device, right? Because sure. he is not device. Yes, you want him to I, be Monacy. Yeah, and I want him to still trust his gut feeling and do his plays because he's Monacy and he's so fucking good that when he sees an opening, when he has a spawn, I want him to do it. I don't want him to be like a full defensive opera, like okay. a Shiro kind of guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. But obviously, if you want to learn the ins and outs, and if you're more defensive, then obviously you should watch a Opal like Shiro or Device. Are you more defensive or passive? Uh, or aggressive, sorry. Do you, are you an aggressive Opal? Uh, yeah. Um, I should have asked the in-game leader. I don't know why I'm asking you. I get the honest answer over here. Okay, so he should maybe watch Monacy. Oh, that's the thing. You were saying identify the way that works best for them to approach the game. Yeah, and I think it's also more about watching yourself rather than watching Monacy. So how do you help the in-game leader nurture a new AWPA, which is like his horse that yeah. doesn't have a saddle? Like, what, 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 do you, what do you do? I think he should have like two or three plays that he's really comfortable with. Yeah. Like, uh, he can watch like what Monacy or someone else is doing, like two or three plays that he's really comfortable with and build from there. And once you have this, it's more important to watch your own demos rather than watching what everyone else is doing. Because it's also team dependent, right? Like mm. a device is playing like a device because he's being set up in this way from the team. And you can't just watch the demo and say, okay, device plays like this, so I implement this into my game style. But I think you can definitely see and watch his reactions, like what he's doing, how he reacts to what's happening on the map rather than just watching him and trying to do everything like device does, because it will not work with every team. Watch your own demos. That's what I said. It's more important to watch your own demos and improve on yourself. Okay. All right. Excuse me, I have, I have a question. Are you by any chance related to a, to a professional player? Yeah, actually I am. My big brother is Crimbo. Oh! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What, what's the age difference between you and Krimbo? What's the age difference? Uh, two years. Okay, so you, you can already see the path. You want to play with him one day, or you yeah. want to take these boys to the top? I mean, obviously, it's uh, like a dream to play with him, or like it's, it would be really cool, but uh, I have to get there first. 
Cool. Yeah, okay. This is really cool. We love a bit of the, you know, we see, we see this stuff from time to time crop up. That's really cool. So you already know what the path is. You know, the family already knows what has to happen. And maybe it's in the blood, right? Maybe, what, what, are you a similar type of player to Krimbo? Or do you, are you a different type? Well, yeah, again, the in-game leader. Is he similar or is he different? I would love him to not be the same player. Oh. Because it has, like, it's some kind of meme that Krimbo is like a beta. Yeah, no? well, maybe in Germany. He's insane. Like, I think a lot, of, a lot of people say it, but I think he's like really smart. His approach to the game is really good. And we kind of joke that he's playing like a rat. Because sometimes it's really hard to kill him because it's just, he just does Very one single peek. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And he just, he, he can't stop holding W. I think it's the opposite type of player. Oh, yeah. okay. I see, I see. Fair yeah. enough. Well, there you go. You've got polar opposites yeah. right there. Okay, that's cool. Do you have a question? Well, I guess you can ask Krimbo. You don't ask us, Swanee. <laughs> no, I'm, jo I'm joking. I'm joking. Are you might have, do you have any questions for Swanee? No? Not, not really, no. No? That's okay. good. Thank you. There you go. All good. All right, all right, all right. All right. Well, uh, where'd Prof get off to? He disappeared somewhere. Over here. Are we, you, should we, should we uh, wrap this one up? We're going to do the Cologne preview and get everything? All right. Well, awesome. So this is Xperia on NXT. If people wanted to watch you play, what, what tournaments are we playing in, gentlemen? I think you're probably going to start playing the um, ESA League. Okay. I think there are like, open qualifiers right now, but we obviously can't participate because we're here. Sure. And then we're going to play the German leagues. Yes. Just, I think, Meisterschaft. Yeah, exactly. We're trying to work our way up the ladder. And we're just improve game by game and see where our road ends. Off gets Jungs. Yeah. Oh, nice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I want to say thank you uh, to the three of you for joining us. And we've, we've thank you. Uh, Krimbo's brothers in the building. But also thank you to, uh, I'm, I'm going to call you Pekka. I'm not even, uh, nah. okay, no, help me, help me, help me. Prof couldn't do it. Petsa. Petsa? Petsa. Yeah. There we go. I got it. It's Petsa, but like uh, Chad, you can call me whatever you want. Oh, look at that. And any time. And uh, we got Swanee. Thank you very much as well. Thank Coach you. G2. Can't wait to watch you guys play in the semifinals. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah, do you guys want to say anything, by the way, before you leave? You want to, you want to talk to the fans at home? You want to say anything to the people at home? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to say thank you all of the G2 Army for all of the support that you're giving to us. Unfortunately, the results haven't been that great so far, but uh, we're starting to get back on track. So thank you all for your support. I hope that we're going to see a lot of you uh, coming in in the cath oh. Cathedral of Counter-Strike in Lanxess Arena and that you're gonna be fucking loud this time. We need it. Right up. Oh, we'll handle that. Thank you, boys. Thank you very much. Get you out of here. Thank you for your time. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, thanks, man. Have a good one. Thank you, thank you. See you later. All right, all right. Well, uh, that was G2. Thank you for... Uh, Oh, giving us their time. And, uh, well, yeah, I guess we're into the final, the home stretch of the show now. Yes. We're in, we're, everything kind of calms down ever slightly, and uh, we can just turn our attention to Cologne, and we can get activated again. So, are we going to bring Heko out? Yeah, we should bring it out. Oh, this oh, she's, is loud. She's out. She's already you want to come on? Yeah, she's already in. She wants to come on. Come on in. Here's Heko. She's just uh, a surprise appearance. When did uh, you get we in? Need to keep the traditions. Put the leg. Oh, uh, I I ran yeah. out of space. I was doing this one, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, it's a bit. This I like. I prefer this one. How do you feel about the couch? I like this couch. It's quite nice. I like it more than the couch right? at home. I don't think you, you can't take it. With, oh yeah, you need it. You need it. Lucas wants you to do this. He's like, there you go. There you go. He's happy now. He's We're happy now. All right. Now. When did you get in, Heku? When did you arrive? 
I arrived today. My my plane got delayed. I was stressed out. I arrived like to the train five minutes late, and the train was not yet there. So <laughs> German trains. Thank you very much. We touched on that as well. Yeah. Now the efficiency here it's at an all time high. But uh, look, it's good to have you with us. And uh, you ready to talk about? You've been watching from home. Uh, we're going to get into talking about uh, the playoffs now, and we can use you to help us uh, preview. Now, Lucas, as we prepared, we had the groups up. Now, we can see if we can bring this up. I'm on sure this is going to be flawless. But yes, he's, it's, it's just going to take some time. So that's why I give him a lot of notice, and it will come at some point in the next five to ten minutes. <laughs> uh, these things, you know, they take time around here. But do we want to start with the playoffs? Do we want to talk about the groups? What do, what do we think? Do we, does it, before we dive directly into talking about the playoffs, is there any sticking points with any teams that anybody has a piece they want to talk about. You know, you upset the liquid, didn't I you? mean, I was going to bring up phase. I don't know what this means, by the way. No, it's coming. The <laughs> graphics machine, you know, this is it's just like a normal broadcast. No, I was going to talk about phase just because the way that they went out was kind of abrupt and um, they just got destroyed in the last two, in the two matches that they played um, in the upper and then lower bracket against G2. Um, the they upper didn't look like against themselves, G2 and right? Then lower bracket against no. Navi. Navi, yeah. Navi, there you go. Yeah, that was their first game of the day on the Tuesday morning. Yeah. And if they'd won that game, they're going to have to play again yeah. against Astralis that night. Yeah, right? It just looked like they just completely were, were missing individually, which, you know, for FaZe is hard to accept. Almost. That's what they're put on. That's the entire team. Yeah. Right? We talk about this team being able to uh, get things done. Is a death song. What do we need? Make sure there's no naughty links. Uh, but you, you, that's, that's the, the premise with FaZe. Like, I kind of think of it the same as G2. You know, they have a good event or they can have a bad event. Yeah. But and I don't know, I don't know if, if, if um, teams like that ever go out this, just in, in this fashion. It feels especially more like, like a whimper. Felt, yeah. Right? It wasn't really... It, was, it wasn't like one game I can understand, you know, where you just completely go missing. Okay, you've had a rough day or whatever. A couple of players just don't, don't have a good start. All that stuff, you know. But it's two games in a row that had happened to them. Now, I didn't see the interview with Carrigan, but I read a comment and someone could verify this for me. Like but people, it, he, said, he said people didn't turn on their monitors. Yeah. Is that so? That's not a very normal thing for Carrigan to say. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm sure he's just referring to the fact to, to exactly what I was saying. You know, that the, the individuals just didn't turn up. They weren't. I mean, Broki was missing for like three out of out of four halves in the in the other series. You know, mm. in the second series against Navi. And that just can't happen if you're a team of that quality and that's the way you perform, right? You need your individuals to be able to deliver. Otherwise, you're not going to win games. That's the end of the day for Phase, right? Yeah. I mean, they also went through a weird change with. Uh, with Neo coming in instead of Roban, and that's kind of that very negatively affected them a lot, though. I don't know. I mean, it could, it could, just because like the the chemistry of the team changes. Changes, sure. It's a new, and it's, a it's new not person. really a thing you can really easily replace. And sure. uh, they didn't really have the the comeback, you know, power to them, which they usually have. Like they're not really a a a, 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 a game, a team that gets smashed. Hmm. They, sometimes maybe a map. But not like two series in a row. So maybe. Are you worried about them then? I guess that's the question. I mean, you're, yeah. You're worried? I mean, of course. Uh, this is this is not the not 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 been the phase that's. Well, we've it hasn't been, been used the phase since Cologne last now. year. And for them to go out this way is just like another one, another one of those tournaments for them. So do you think they're going to make a change, or do you think they should make a change? Those are two I think completely they should, different honestly, questions. Even though even though I don't actually necessarily agree that any single player is a problem, I think just something has to change for them to just get restarted again. I think a it's new just one of those situations. Of What's sorry? A new injection of life. I think it's just something that no matter if you don't really necessarily blame that player, if you just have like one upgrade, you know, even if you necessarily don't think that the previous player was doing so badly, but if you just have one, one upgrade, I think it's worth making it at yeah. this point. Okay. What do you think, Heiko? I was just thinking that one of the changes that will definitely happen for them is the fact that they're going to play a new game. 
So maybe just the fact that they stay together, they'll be just focusing on, you know, getting used to the game and not just getting used to a new game and also getting used to new teammates. Yeah, mm, that's an interesting point. Yeah, because I think for a lot of people, if your hunger's not there when CS2 comes out to geek out and do all the monacy level like mining of the differences, you get overtaken quite quickly. And especially with the news we had earlier today, whereas if the circuit is going to essentially change in the way that you can qualify for events, you don't get the same opportunities to fuck up and for people to forgive. Because if you fuck up, you don't qualify and you don't get invited to the next ESL or Blast tournament because you can't be. So the stakes of not being invested 100% when this change eventually happens, which isn't until 2025, uh, are going to be through the roof, right? So I guess... You have like two players from today's roster. Right? Like that. Yeah, if that, right? It could be completely different. It could be a completely different team. Carrigan will be like 35 or 36 by then, right? So... Like, it tells you a whole different world that we're going to be living in. Imagine if we have an in-game leader in CS2 that's 40. Like, that, like that, that's where we're headed, though. It's well, we are heading. This is a though. question for the audience. Are we going to have a 40-year-old player in CS2? Like, like, give me, in, give me in a tier, Steel in Series. In Tier 1? Or... Steel Series for yes, trade yeah. for no? Opa. I mean, CS2 probably will last for a really long time. So People are very like optimistic. 34 right now will turn 40. So this would be it. It would have to be one of the in-game leaders of now, like a Snappy or a Carrigan or somebody like that, who would they. who would keep going. Or it could be like a could be like a hunter or something, you know. That's true too. Yeah, a player who then who's a fragger now transitioning. Yeah, into it's the like what Carrigan did in 1.6, going from a fragger to an yeah. IGL in CS:GO. Yeah, like could be hunter going from you know fragger in CS:GO to IGL in okay. CS2. Okay, that's cool. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right, nice. Well, fuck it. Let's turn to the bracket, shall we? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this I'll here. So as we can see on the screen in front of us here, uh, hopefully everybody at home, you can bring it up on hatredtv.org yourself. Uh, we got Vitality versus Cloud9. That's the first quarter tomorrow, followed by Heroic versus Astralis. That's the blockbuster Danish Derby fixture. Now, um, I'm curious, with the Danes, which is this contingent right here, and I think the Heroic jersey kind of gives it away, uh, but uh, is the sentiment at home that this is a big deal in Denmark in the news? Is it like, yeah, shit, yeah? The nods, for sure. Okay, so... Is everybody still in Australia? What was it called? What was it called? Danske Brage. Yeah. How do you how do you guys call it? Like the Danish Derby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good name for it. Uh, but is it is it still a larger contingent of Australia's fans or heroic fans? Is it changed now? It's, so it's heroic fans now. Fifty fifty. So then this is much juicier. This is even better than it would have been before. But I think we, it, the rivalry inside of the server doesn't exist the same way as it did when Glaive oh, yeah. was there. That's gone, but organizationally, definitely so. Right, like you have to look at some of the little details here. And I, I, I remember Casper um, was a part of Heroic for a long time. He's gone, he's gone to do the manager role over there at Astralis now, okay, right? Yeah. Right, and he was part of them throughout all of the hard times. And now he's gone to Astralis. I imagine, you know, that's an interesting relationship now that's been built or broken between, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. But I think the beef, would come more from the heroic players against Astralis yeah. than it would against from the Astralis players against heroic. It's funny how it feels like heroic still have more to prove, even though they've Crazy, been the right? better team for the last two years. Yeah. It's, no, I feel that too. How's that? Yeah, how does that but make sense? It's because of the titles. Because Astralis, they got to be the Grand Slam winners, like yeah, the major winners. Ancient history and heroic, now. they keep on like being like really close and then like winning one land again. Yeah. But they won what they won Washington and they won uh uh, 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 Copenhagen last year, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, 
Copenhagen's a big, a, a, a big I mean, trophy I, for them. I, th I think the shift comes just from Astralis and like people kind of giving up on them being a, like a top top team, and now they've like we've almost restarted the cycle. You know where they are now coming back into the position where can they work where they can they can work. They were a bit, I can speak. No, I'm with you. Work their way back up. It's yeah. hard to say. No, but the, and this kind of a matchup right here, it's a game that like we had Swanee, and Swanee just said he thinks Astralis are going to win. But you've got Burrup, who's never played in that type of environment before. I was talking to him and Snappy about it the day. He played at like an epicenter event with a crowd, so but it's different, different stakes, different vibe. You've got Buzz and you've got Stare, and none of those guys have much experience in an environment like this. And you're talking into a place. You guys all saw Nerds when he was talking about this. You saw like what it meant to somebody like him, and he's part of a team which is straight towards the semis and uh, off winning. Like they know what it feels like. to. So you have to wonder and you have to worry if you're an Astralis fan, how those young guns are going to be affected. And then you sit there and you think, well, Blame F doesn't even have that much arena experience. And he's, he's aware of that, right? Even though he's a great fragger and he's in-game leader of this team, he also doesn't have a huge amount of arena experience. So we get to see that come into play here. Device could actually just go bananas though. Like he really could. Device is in some fantastic form. Like, that's the biggest thing I think Astralis have going for them. He could take over a game. Like, I, yeah. I, I think that he shows more attitude now, not just outside of the server, but in the server than he ever did when he was playing in the Astralis dominant era. But I also think that, like, all the pressure is now on Heroic, even though, like, all the rivalry stuff and stuff like that, like, especially from those three players we're talking about, maybe not necessarily Boro, because he has some former teammates in Heroic, so there could be some beef, some nerves. He just uh, seems coming. like a nice guy. He seems like that, too. He's and lovely. He's not, he's not going to be that, the guy who decides the game, let's be honest, as well. Like, he's not in those positions. But for Buzz and Stare, I mean, this is their, like, okay, this is what their second, well, not even for Stare. This, for Buzz, this is, like, his second stage game. They're not, this is literally their first big events together with the new lineup. They're, they've already passed the point of where they probably expected to place it in Cologne, you know? So at this point, like, what do they have to lose? I don't think, this is especially Buzz after that game that he had against Na'Vi. I mean, like, that's a peak that we have never seen from him. And that comes just before the playoffs, you know? So I think just because of the pressure point, I think there's a real chance that Astralis win. Really? Yes. Damn. Okay. Well, let's get the temperature test of the audience here. Let's go... Uh... Let's go trade it GG for Heroic and let's go Steel Series for Astralis. Actually, it's a mixed pretty, bag. Pretty you were pretty 50 convincing 50. then, Striker, I'd say. It's kind of 50-50. Yeah, okay. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Oh, are we, are we taking some, the middle ground like down here at the front? Middle <laughs> <laughs> ground people. Everybody wins, I guess. Okay. So we've got a couple people with a 22 bet sign up there. Okay, all right. Interesting. That is interesting. I didn't think it would be so split. I'm... I thought that most of you would have had heroic on lock there. I, I'm very interested about that. I don't know. It's just I don't the know device being, roman romantic storyline, you know? I was just going to say, I don't We're know all if in being love with too romantic or whatever, but like this, the Astralis lineup finally fucking makes sense. Like this is the first Astralis lineup that makes sense since I don't know when. And they've had some big wins. They, th some of their victories yeah. were very dominant as well, which I think is a very positive sign. But yeah, you can tell it's a new Astralis and yeah. it's a new direction. And I think all of that is great. But I still think Heroic are going to win. I don't. I, I agree. I mean, they should look. They, they are the favorites. There's no doubt. Like they have the experience. They have probably the form as well in terms of individuals. So, like they definitely should win. But I think it's not so obvious. All right. Well, let's see out of the four of us. Heroic. Heroic. Yes. I'll, I'll go with Astralis just because of You're because be of different. my entire point. Heroic. Like I've built it up too much now to go for Heroic. All right. So we would have Heroic winning this one, which would set us up with a G2 versus Heroic semi-final, which was the grand final of Katowice at the start of this year. Uh, which we all know best of five, uh, how that all went down, right? Uh, let's finish the other quarterfinal. So Vitality versus Cloud9. Now, if we're doing romantic, we'll start with the audience first this time. Who thinks 
Let's go Steel Series for Vitality, and we'll go Trade at GG for Cloud9. Oh, that that. Okay. So yeah. mostly and more I, Vitality. I yeah, guess. I thought that this one would have been as split as well, more split than the other one. I know the other one we said was a 50-50, but in similar fashion, right? That that because this one here, I think, and you guys can help me with this. In terms of roster changes of all time, does this, this must rank in like the top five, right? Oh yeah. So. And I, I, the, I, if we go all the way back into 1.6 in the early days, then debates start going crazy. But if we just look at CSGO, right, this has to be a top five easy. And then you consider pound for pound, player for player, the firepower that's possible in this roster. It is a very scary beast, right? But that's where the romance comes into it. Because Axel just rocked up last night. He just rocked up last night. In terms of what they were scrambling with, they would have been practicing with Buster. They would have been focusing to play the arena with Buster, not knowing that Axel could make it. And then once he gets there, now you train, change focus. All the pressure has just been turned back on. That valve yeah, that was yeah. released because Buster was playing and you could play a bit more whimsically and you didn't worry so much and you still wanted to win because they're competitors. But, but I the mean, pressure wasn't there. Realistically, though, I don't think they were expecting to win against Vitality with the form they were in. I mean, look at their, like, if you look at the routes that Cloud9 it had. It was labored. It was very it was bad labored. as well, like, in terms of teams that they faced. I mean, they lost to Fnatic in the opening game and then they had... They had Gamer Legion at the end. They had Apex and I, in, not into the breach. It was somebody else that I'm Monty. just missing now. Monty. Monty. There we go. There we go. One of those. Yeah, other, yeah. Another yeah. one of those teams. Yeah. That's you know that that route. It's all teams that changed and all the teams that kind of over over uh, overperformed in at the major. You know, so sure. you don't know what their form would have been like anyway. You know, so it's kind of like. With Buster, they probably already weren't expecting to beat Vitality. So at this point, they're just kind of like, okay, now we have a chance. Okay. All right. Well, what do we think? Heck, who do you think is going to win this one? I don't know. Like, I like the current like Cloud9 so much. Right? They're like, so good. Like, you have like Exile, you have Shiro, and just like felt like, yeah, like the first time they brought in Hobbit instead of Supra, that's how they brought in like the experience. But Hobbit, like, as like during the interview, like uh, you guys like did with Electronic, that like, okay, Electronic is still like the main caller, and Shiro is helping. And that's what was always like for Cloud9. Shiro was always vocal. And now, like, Electronic can share this experience. Like, Hobbit is experienced, but, like, he will not be sharing that information that much during the game. Mm. Now with Electronic, he's vocal, he's aggressive, he has experience, and he's actually, like... He's skillful as well. And he's, he's skillful. skillful. I, yeah. also, I also think that, in, like, I don't know if you saw, like, some of the moments from Electronic and stuff like that. Like, he fucking meant it. Like, he oh, was yeah, in the dude. tournaments to do something yes. there. Like, he, there was no, there was no, was like, fiery. we're just playing with a stand-in. Like, we don't want to, we, we don't want to put expectations too high. No, he was pissed off sometimes where, okay, they're not doing what they're supposed to. So, it's like. And it also feels like he's really enjoying it. Yeah. yeah like, he's, like, it, sitting yeah. there, so sure, they're, like, looking at each other, like, yeah. Yeah. The way like how he looks like it kind of feels like if he's playing and I'm not saying like he's playing the game for the first time, but it's like as if he's playing it differently now. Like yeah. it feels differently yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. That, I, mean, I, I sense that too. At yeah. the end of the day, he left the team with simple, you know. He has something to prove. He can't just be like, Oh, well, we're top ten in the world. It's like, no, like he left this team to play with a team that can be number one, that can build an era. Like they said it twice, like Perfecto said it, you know, the word era. Yeah, electronic said the like they, this is they're going out there and like it's premeditated. Put, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no fucking around with this team. Yeah, they just want to win, and uh, that's that's good. I don't think they win here. Okay, I think it's unreasonable. Do you think the type of dialogue that 
Like he had, he had no faith even from the beginning of the tournament. I have no expectations. They fucking yeah, made the true. playoffs that's with true. No, I mean, I, ho I hope for them to do well, but yeah. like, I'm, I'm not going to judge them based on their yeah, first Yeah, you're not going to critique them too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you think it's like quite unfair? Do you, like the dialogue that I'm having where I'm like, shit, like this is a really crazy roster and anything's possible. Maybe they could win. And then you go, but they're playing Vitality with Zywi, the best player in the world. Uh, who had just pre won the previous major and replaced Dupree with Flames, who I think most people agree is like a firepower upgrade. Do you think like the Vitality camp, if they're here, like that kind of direction, of, they, they take exception to it? Like sh they should be. Like offended by, yeah, exactly. by, the, like, by the narrative. By the fact yeah, that it's like, yeah, this new team can beat us? What? You know? No, I mean, I, I like what I saw from Cloud9 as the tournament progressed like more and more. Okay. But it's still... As Striker talked about their run and the teams that they have in front of them, like I don't, I don't see them beating three of these teams with Axile playing his first fucking game with this. You know, they're reshuffling the the lineup again. Some of the spots that they were playing were, aren't going to be the spots that they are going to be playing now with yeah. the, like Buster coming I in. They not. did did adapt a bit, so it, it doesn't make sense to me that they would go all the way. But again, that being said, if they do, then we're like in a completely new territory with okay. this team. Well, let's do some. Let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna go for Cloud Nine because I'm insane. Um, to win, to vitality. Win this, to, yeah, vitality. Vitality is yeah. I have two Cloud Nine players in fantasy. Oh, I haven't made my team yet. Well, we can't split it fifty-fifty. Well, no, we can. We can. And then Heku. Cloud Nine. Oh, we can't do that. <laughs> Why would the audience said vitality? Though. I know, but that's two versus three. Lucas, tell me who do you think is gonna win? Why well, you want you he want went AFK? Right? I wanted it to draw, and that way we would just have to go with Vitality because they're the favorite. I think we need to be sensible, don't we? We can be dreamers. We, we can, can dream dreamers. big. We can make a dream. But should we? Should yes. All right. Yes, we should. We go with Cloud Nine. Go sorry, Cloud. Prof, you've been outvoted here. Sorry, <laughs> man. Sorry, sorry. Well, man, I'm just waiting for them to get smashed in that quarterfinal. Yeah, right. <laughs> well. That the audience hates that, you. That means the Ents won't get the opportunity to play against Vitality. I presented this. I've, I presented this fictitious scenario where Nerds could play them in the grand final, even though it's not possible. And I look. There's. That's the reason the why I would want that. The room, you don't give a fuck. Yeah. That is the reason why I would want that to happen. By the way, just because of the Nerds storyline. Like to I, play I would be excited. I would be excited for that, Sammy, for sure. No, like well, I, the, I like. That's why I was trying to give him the the idea because I wanted to investigate just how much he wants to be his countryman right. and the fact that if. Vitality could be in the grand final and he would still prefer like dude you could play against G2 a team who you're going to have a map pool advantage over he's like nah fuck it like I love that that's so baller unfortunately can't happen uh, okay so G2 heroic who wins let's go with the crowd again uh, still series for heroic let's go with trade it for G2 okay G2 G2 favorite I would say a lot yeah G2 a yeah. favorite G2 a favorite fan favorites okay Fair enough, I see that. Well, okay. they did make it straight towards the semis. They did beat them in... Man, they have, a, they have a pretty impressive run. Good the tournament yeah. run, yeah. With the teams they beat. Astralis, who made it to the playoffs, obviously look a lot better than they did before. Yeah. It was a close game, but still, like, yeah. that, is, that is a decent start. Phase, Vitality, uh, not Vitality. Um, they beat Vitality as the last team Vitality, to get yeah. to the semis, no, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Phase, yeah, cool. Vitality. Phase was the second one. It just feels like Heroic is always such a safe pick until the grand finals. So you think that they should win because it's not a grand final? Like it's not a it's not a, an unreasonable thing to say to be honest. I'll, I'll say like this: like when overall, when I'm looking at this bracket, right? Like and over like all of all of the tournaments, right? Like if we're thinking about like throughout the year, what are the important tournaments? That would be like the majors, obviously, 
it'll be like Kervitz and Cologne and maybe like Blast World Finals. Like we can have a discussion about that, right? So we look at Vitali, they got a major win, amazing. Then there's Astralis that right, they have a legacy, but the current Astralis is absolutely not the same Astralis they were put at the last, like quite recently, maybe not yet worked hard to work for like this title, right? Like then we have uh, G2, they won Kervitz, they got like that big title, and we have ants that I feel like approximately like this like core like started going up during EPL of 2022. So like mm -hmm. it's just what I'm going to is like to Cloud9 and Heroic, the two teams that were those like online teams that won like some really good titles, maybe like even uh, I believe a few big tournaments. A few yeah, big yeah, tournaments, yeah. tournaments yeah. like but specifically like online. So like in my fantasy, especially considering that CSGO is coming to an end. And this might be like potentially like the biggest, that like the last big, big event for CSGO. Because what's next? What we're, we, there's no Kedowitz? Uh, there are some tournaments, so, but, but nothing but on this scale. But something that has a legacy. Something that like will keep on being discussed like during a Not desk. Not until next Katowice, right? Yeah. yeah, and we don't know like if that's gonna be CSGO. Ah, uh, we got no idea. We don't know. Uh, ho hopefully it's CS, yeah. hopefully it's CS2. So basically in my fantasy, it's like I want Arda Heroic or Cloud9 to lift a trophy here in Cologne because I feel like those teams have been grinding like through the pandemic and struggled so much that like I want them You've to. You've made it very desperate for them here, Haku. <laughs> You've basically said, but "Hey guys, good. Every, the everything, you, good. everything you worked for, it could all be worth nothing if you don't win here in Cologne." <laughs> it's a better framing. It makes things more cutthroat. It makes it, it makes it a little bit more interesting. So, so you're that's why you're going with heroic. I used, yeah. Okay, with your heart. But you don't need to agree with me. That's, no, that's the beauty. Like, fun, it's yeah. a discussion. Yeah. Like, my heart says, like, it should. No, I have to agree. So I'm picking Heroic now as well. I'm sorry. Eh. Striker? Um, I'll go with G2. Uh uh. Okay. I'll go with G2 just, just from. Their form's been good. I think it's like, it's not even Hunter because he's been, he has been like really high up, but it's also JKS. Like, whenever JKS is the guy who's like making, the, making differences in. Some of these positions, you know, where he gets like a triple on the anchor, anchor side, you know, that's like, this is, does remind me of like the Katowice and World Final Run where okay. they just had four players firing on all cylinders and JKS was just like, well, the fourth one who was running it out and I think this is, this is a similar form. Okay. Think. All right. Well, I'm going to go with the G2 as well. Are you actually going to copy Heiko and go with Heroic? I can be alone. It's fine. No, I'm going to side for G2 for this time. Okay. And yeah. you, for the same reason, you're starting form, you think it's a similar feeling? or do you Yeah, think just form. Just form? form. All right. Well, let's go with G2 to the grand final, our first team locked in. And uh, then Ents versus Cloud9. I have to go with Ents. How can I not go with Ents? I love me a bit of Ents. Why? I've just, I've, we've literally just made a fucking point for them exactly. to beat Vitali. I mean, how are we? Well, who? Cloud9. Yeah, but this is why, because I don't think that's going to happen. I only did it because I'm, okay. I'm crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't think you guys were going to side so with me. I thought it was going to be Ents versus Vitality so and then Ents versus G2 is the final. What you should have done is just switched back so we are, we're back on track. You're like blaming um, us that we're like the ones. So now I have to convince you that Ents are going to beat Cloud9. You're, you can't. <laughs> Here they're on you can't, like, Opium. I, just, I literally just made a point for them to beat Vitality, yeah, who yeah. I think is a better team Yeah, fair Ants. enough. All right, well, let me tell you. Let's, let, let's, we can agree with the consensus, but we're, we're obviously not... We, we probably won't lock in the result I think is going to happen. Let's, in my world, Ents versus G2 grand final, and I think Ents can win it. 
That's that's my thought. I also I also feel like ends could win. Which would be crazy. I think literally anybody other than Astralis can win this event. Yeah. No, he's not being a dick. He's being right. Classic striker, non-intentional BM. Yeah, I he, love it. He's he's act like it makes a lot of sense. Everybody else probably sh like has a decent case you could make to win the event. Yeah. Whereas if Astralis won it, it would be the biggest dark horse victory. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really crazy. I mean, that's way way too far. Like for yeah. everybody else, you can make a case, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do we think? We'll get the audience to we'll get the uh, the steel series for Ents. We'll go trade it for uh, Cloud Nine. And we'll let the audience decide on oh, yeah, this that one. Is, that is ends. Nerds. That is very Nerds good, turn yeah. these people. All right. Ents win. Ents versus G2. And we don't need to do the grand final. We don't 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 need final. to do the grand final. We're we don't happy do the grand final. We made the bracket. Lucas put Ents through. Okay. Well, prof. I, I have a question. Yeah, is it a coincidence that like Ents and G2 were here and they're the ones we put <laughs> in the grand final? Well, is it also a coincidence that Ents and G2 are the two teams who earned their way into the semifinal? Ah, <laughs> but uh, also yes, they did bribe us. Uh, so yeah, well done, Hacker. You spotted that one. Now, uh, look, I, I think that any configuration, I agree with Striker's sentiment that if Astralis go deep, Astralis could probably be heroic. But if Astralis go deep and get to the final, that's going to blow all of our expectations out of the water. But every other team there has a real strong case that you could make to win the event. So this is it. I don't think anybody is right or anybody is wrong. Anything is possible. Um, I mean, and someone's going to be right and someone's going to be wrong. That's yeah. kind of how it works. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. It is a competition. Uh, I mean, this is this is like what the entire point that we're making here. This is going to be an exciting playoffs. Yes, it it and with the, that said, it'll probably be a bunch of two O's. So um, you know, <laughs> that's where you, our lovely probably. audience, comes into play, right? Like you guys got to bring the energy if the game's not so much. We got to get it out of you guys. So uh, hopefully the game's deliver because it's set up to do exactly that. Now I need to confer with Prof right in front of all of you here. So Prof, it's almost half past ten. Yep. You're the timekeeper. What yeah. would you like me to do? Uh, we have a ticket here that we can From give Mr. away. Apex. And then we can... Mr. Apex, give us a wave. He doesn't want to wave. He's very shy. Right. Hi. Thank you for the <laughs> ticket. So it's one ticket. So does anybody here not have a ticket? <laughs> one person. So you can't even go anyway. So if we gave you the ticket, it would be pointless. You wouldn't skip school or whatever. Oh, okay. You wouldn't skip holiday. So there's only one. There's only one person here without a ticket, and they can't go. Is there anybody here who has I a need, friend? I need honesty. That has a friend that I would need go. Is there anybody who has a friend or a, or a plus one that they would take if if they had an there's, extra there's ticket? One. There's one. There's one. Mr. Hat Mustache, and there's two. There's one or two over here. Okay, so there's three individuals. Do we make them fight to the death? This guy has a splice jersey. He's been through well, shit. Well, there's 1v1. Oh, you want to give it to him because he wore yeah. a splice jersey? Is that the criteria now? Yeah, that's how it works. Okay, so if everybody's paying attention, you just have to rock up wearing a jersey of a team that was never very successful. A what? On you right now? <laughs> you're, if you're too ashamed to support your team, then... Let nice me try, <laughs> nice try. I do, I do appreciate the attempt. Yes, yes. Do you, do you have any tattoos of bad Counter-Strike teams? <laughs> I'm checking, I'm just checking, you never know. Uh, Sumda Young's got one for the rest of his life. Actually, no, Spirit might get me good again. You know, we talked about, it was, you know... Uh, As do you uh, Do you Let, want to give it to Splice Let's give it to Splice Guy. Let's give it to Splice Guy. Splice Guy because he's got a shirt. Yeah. It's wow, it's really easy, man. You wake up, you put on a shirt, and you win a ticket to IEM Cologne 2023, apparently. Congratulations. 
And uh, thank you to Mr. Apex up here. So thank you very much, Mr. Apex. All right. Well, there we go. Who thought? I didn't think that was going to well, We kind of kind of have to close the show. Why? Like, it's not like we have. I mean, we're 10, 10.30, Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Okay. Well, what um, we promised to the nice people here working, you know? This, this is the thing. It's not just about us, unfortunately. No, that is true. And it never, unfortunately. It never has been. It never has been. But. Um, I always, I always enjoy these live shows. Yeah. It's always nice. And, and, and again, and especially all of the familiar faces who have come again and you listen to us constantly talk. Uh, I don't know why you do it to yourself, but uh, thank you very much. And with this stuff, as, as usual, you know, I always like to get a little bit more... Um, Personal. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, think it, I think it's great. Like where we, we pointed... Heck, who's come here? She's pointed out this whole transition of video game and everything like that. And we've spoken about this in the past of different generations of people, but like... Uh, we're in a really unique spot in Counter-Strike history right now. And I think everybody who enjoys watching it and is here along for the ride right now, like with the news that we had today from Valve and a new game on the way and everybody who loves it the way we love it right now, the future is really bright for the thing that we enjoy doing. Like it is, like I have never had, I am scared because the future is uncertain, but in a way that I don't know where we're going to go. But I'm and telling you, we're going that, somewhere. The things that Axile coming back for the playoffs does to you. Right? right? Right. Yeah, right? This one little detail. Have an Axile here. Hold up. What did we say? Hold up. Sponge sign fraud. Yeah, we can do that. HLTV we do shirt. That. We're, we're going to do something. Once we close down, we'll go out there. We'll have a chat with everybody before we all go home. So, uh, everybody, thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, coming to another HLTV Confirmed Live. And... Um, yeah, thank you for enjoying Counter-Strike, because tomorrow we're about to go into a very special place. Um, a place the Cathedral that, of Counter-Strike? Yeah, the name, right? I like Lucas's tweet. He made a tweet with a what, multiple what choice. The, what is Lucas? Yeah, what is, what is it's Lucas? a state what of mind. Cathedral? It's, it's a it state, is a of, state mind. of mind. It is a state of mind. Because there is... The Hall of Heroes. There's a difference to this event with a lot of other events, is that people come here for the love of the game, right? And you get a very impartial crowd, and you get people here. The streets are littered with people in Counter-Strike jerseys, and it's, it's great. The city comes alive. And uh, you're all a part of that. And I just want to say thank you. And uh, you know who else I'll say thank you to? Our sponsors, right? <laughs> uh, thank you to SteelSeries, 22Bet, TradeIt.gg, and of course, Experion for having us here today yet again. We have done back-to-back -back years of live shows in the same venue. So Great place. maybe we'll be back here again next year. Uh, so yeah, thank you for your time. Anything anybody wants to say before yeah, we go? Give them some love on, on the social media and stuff like that. That goes a long way. Wonderful. All right, thank you, everybody. Thank you for another HTV Confirmed. Good night. Esports Oz, VIP program and a variety of bonuses, fast and easy withdrawals, bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament.